This is the MLW Radio Network. Time to start your day the right way with front row material. Starring ECW legend Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whitbrick. Now, let's welcome your host, Mike Freak. Good evening. It is Tuesday night. It is Front Row Material and Future Stars Now. My name is Mike Freeland. I am joined by my very long, personal, longtime friend. His name is? The Rit. Ritster, how you doing, buddy? It's been, yeah. uh, been a week. It's good to see you. You look like, uh, you look and you sound like you're feeling better. Well, you know, it's been a long week, but not as long as the week before this. Good Lord, Bug, you shut your mouth. I center myself when I want to. Uh, so, but other than that, it's been really good. I, I, I've been looking forward to this guest for a while now. I'm glad it's September 21st, and yes, we, we are here. This uh, this guy, he's he's got a lot of praise coming towards him. I was uh, I was on the phone talking to a good personal friend of mine. I know him as Darius Carter. You know him as Mr. Carter, and he puts our guests, you know, up there to level with him. And that's not something Darius Carter would normally do. Darius will not necessarily put somebody over, but he is, and therefore, this individual must be a big deal. And he is a big deal. Uh, not only is he a good friend of Mr. Darius Carter, he is also the 2021 Super 8 winner. Wow. That is fantastic. And uh, let's, uh, let's, not, uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's bring this man right in. How's it Mike, going, sir? Wow, you said wow like you were surprised. You said wow like you had no idea. I gotta <laughs> say, I gotta say, a lot of wrestlers really look bad in their old age, right? They really let themselves go. But Jerry, Mikey, I gotta say, you guys look worse than ever. You guys look like absolute <laughs> hell. We've seen better days, my friend. We've seen you better guys days. Look terrible. It's yeah. almost impressive. Well, Jerry doesn't have the long hair anymore, and, and maybe it's changed colors, and Mikey's bald, and, yeah, you know, what can I say? We're not as youthful as we used to be. When you get off the cycle and whatnot. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 the tea drops. I get it. I know, I know, I see it. So, so how are you? Um, so many things going on in wrestling right now, but how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm the only in my world. I'm the only thing that's going on in wrestling. I don't know much about what everything else, what, what everything else that's happening. I hear Darius Carter says sweet things about me. I love him very much. Dar- Darius is a close personal friend of mine. I've known him for many years, and he didn't you know, call you. You made that up. You made that up. For oh. the, you don't have his number. <laughs> hey, show me. He, show me the con. Cover up the. Cover up the phone, but show me the contact. This is Darius Carter in your phone right now. Uh, right now. Oh, yes. gosh. Oh, wait, Let's wait, see. Wait, Let's wait. see. How, how do I center this? Right there? We, we can't oh, see that. That's, that. that's blurry. Wow. You know what? For the first time in my life, I'm wrong. What is that picture? Zoom in on that picture. It's the, a naked the, picture of the, Darius Carter. He won't the, tell you that. There's one of his old classic ones from way back in 2011. Yeah, does he got the shades on in it? He he's got the shades. He's got the gold. Okay, I know that Darius Carter. That oh, yeah. Darius Carter was only at like a fifty percent power level. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, I when I known him back in 2011 when he first came in, man, I seen him. I heard I heard his mic skills, and I knew he was going to be something. Now yes. looking at him, he is, he's at a hundred percent power oh. scaling, and he's and he's absolutely disgusting professional wrestler. Oh <laughs> my God, this is it. Mikey's gonna keel over. What the hell happened? <laughs> oh man! Oh my gosh! Another wrestler gone too soon. <laughs> I don't know what I got. I got something. I don't. I don't know what it is. Oh my gosh! You just. You just. Speaking of getting things, Rick, you gave your network password to Erica Lee, right? I watched that episode. Oh, oh, that, so is that is against the law. That is against the law, and you know what? It takes money out of the performers' pockets, and you well, both should be disappointed in yourselves. Well, I pay for all my streaming services. Hey, hey don't tell her, but I had to cut back on some on some streaming services, and that was one of them. Oh, she's gonna lose it. That's gonna be funny. You uh, pulled you pulled the rug out from know, underneath her. A That's dirty what you cop. Did. She's a dirty cop, is what she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He wanted to bust uh, us all for wanting to have a good time at Woodstock, and now and now she's a, she's a little thief. I don't know why they don't take her badge and her gun, especially her gun. Oh <laughs> uh, man, this episode's gone right to the pee pee poo poo shit right away. I was just about to yeah. say the 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 pee pee poo poo. Um, has she ever she ever walked up to you and said pee pee poo poo or honked at you either way? She's honked at me many, many times. Yeah, she's been honking at me. She was honking at me before she was honking on Twitter. Right. She was an initial, initial thing of aggression towards me. She's like, uh, you ever play that angry goose video game where you run around and you're an angry goose and you cause havoc and you steal bread? You ever played that game? It's a third-party game from, like, the mid-2000s. You guys are missing out. I forget what it's called, but you're, you play as an angry goose. That's Erica. She's an angry goose. Canadian geese are notoriously aggressive. Do you guys know that about birds? No, no, no. I, I, I've heard of that about uh, about geese. I just haven't. I met her once at PPW, and you know, she, she was she was quite quite nice to me. But then again, when you give somebody a, a password, you're you know, kind of kind of yeah, exactly. What the hell? When you're in a little crime syndicate together, <laughs> I how love it. You know, to have the boys in blue on your side. <laughs> Jerry. Well, he's a a made man right now. You know that? Look at you. I know. You you got the biggest gang in the world protecting you, the police department. Man. So let me ask you this question. I mean, since we're kind of just going right at it right here, wrestling right now has not been any hotter than it's been, I want to say, even pre-pandemic. So many different outlets as far as IWTV, a lot of promotions that are on fight right now. How do you feel as far as, you know, obviously wrestling and a lot of these promotions that have deals with different networks, you got to feel pretty good knowing that your stuff is not only out there, but it's out there for the public consumption and more people are exposed to seeing what you do. Well, I made Killian Vision, and that's the greatest goddamn thing that uh, IWTV has ever gotten. It is uh, transcends professional wrestling, truly transcends media and entertainment. And at the same time is a tribute and a love letter to that same media and entertainment and professional wrestling in the most beautiful concoction that you could ever fucking imagine. So I feel good having that piece of art out there. I love that the um, 
major parts of the big goddamn Cinemagic, which is another wonderful thing that we did, is out there for the public consumption. Um, I mean, you talked about all those things, but at the at the end of the day, YouTube, the biggest social media in the goddamn world, is out there, and any of us can do this shit. So, so Killian, you talk about Killian Vision. Uh, when you give the listeners what a little taste of that and you know entails, and and what uh, what came about for you to come up with this? Um, well, Killian Vision is a brainchild of me, Dustin, and Chris Levin. Um, it is basically a time travel romp throughout the ages um, as a tribute to not just professional wrestling, but television in general and entertainment. And we use the Leapfrog cast playing these versions of themselves in different eras um, and having matches that are, that are laid out and shot even like just just in the perfect, perfect way to pay tribute to these different eras of television professional wrestling. And it I was can't hear I can't sit here and really do it justice, especially the main event, which was a Goons production um with Erica Lee. I can't even put that into words. It has a drone shot. What the fuck else in professional wrestling has a drone shot? Are you kidding me? I'm a genius. You were yeah. a man. You were a man who moves the numbers, as we call it. Absolutely, absolutely. And it needs to move more numbers. I need more money in my pocket from Jerry. So everybody, tune in to Killian Vision right now. To turn this off and go watch Killian Vision. <laughs> that that is more out of my mouth than I could ever say on this podcast. So let let's kind of take a step backwards here. So for everybody who might not have seen Killian Vision and is not one hundred percent familiar. Address to the audience who you are, what you're all about, and why is it that you're a big deal right now in pro wrestling? What a vague question. I thought it was good. <laughs> it, it was on my list. It was on my list. Shit. Kill, kill, that kill was him. on your list. That was on my list. Big deal was on your list of questions. Yeah, I will because you 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 are a big deal. Chance to ask the 2021 Super Eight director of Killy Vision, greatest mind in professional wrestling, and you want to ask why I'm good? Well, what the hell? All all that falling on your head, whip rack, it really did a number on you. From your from your lips to God's ears, tell everybody right now why you right now are the person everyone should be watching and following. I'm number 235 on the goddamn PWI list. You know, I mean, there's two, but there's 300 people signed to WWE, 150 signed to AEW. I got the gonads, the cojones to yes. put me, my art, and the use onions. it to get to that number on the list. Past everything that everybody else wants to be doing on all these programs. Me, what came from my brain, me, Dustin, Robbie, Eel, Miles, the whole crew are making this beautiful art that has accelerated us to the top. We are the most creative group. Not only the most creative, but the shit we make looks good. I'm a filmmaker. Who else makes films in professional wrestling? I just wrote a script, a Christmas special. Who else are you going to talk to that's going to have a Christmas special? You, my friend, uh, I tell you what, I could sit next to you on a park bench and talk for hours. I'm captivated by you. I'm about that. (laughs) 
I didn't think there's a movie about that, and I fall in love with this girl. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. I go to Vietnam. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you, you start running. You start running, and yeah. Yeah, Wizard of Oz, great film. Wonderful. It, life is like a box of chocolates. That's right. That's right. So, so how do you feel about being on the PWI list? I mean, a lot of people who are big names, let's be honest, are on the PWI list. You're on the PWI list. When did you find out and who notified you? Um, I had a few different people message me. Um, the guys over at ECWA sent me it. But Brady Hicks, when it initially released, Brady Hicks, who writes for PWI, messaged me the actually the list. And I was just like... Why aren't I higher, Brady? What the hell? No, I was really excited. I couldn't believe it. I was like, 235 is really, really far up there. That's pretty, pretty that's fucking in the, awesome. That's in the world. A lot of, I mean, a lot of really talented people. I was 150 spots above Cheeseburger. That, that's you're, crazy. You're over halfway, you know, to number one. I had the highest jump on the entire list. Because I had the best COVID. Like I said, I was the only person. Everybody wanted to sit on their ass. I was the only person. And I made a season. A season of goddamn television during COVID. You want to learn a language? You want to you start a yoga at-home yoga routine? I made a season of television. You weren't wasting your time on Rosetta Stone. No. I was getting Rosetta stoned and making the best fucking thing that these people have ever seen. So how do these ideas come to you? I mean, is it just you you just anywhere at any point in time? You're just that kind of a savant. You know, it's just you have been graced with this gift that you just boom, it comes into your mind. You put on your pants and acid. Yeah, trick. You got you to gotta clean out the brain every once in a while. You got to squeeze it like a sponge. Get those ideas out. Get the bad mojo out. I did that about you got to surround yourself with people that are just as creative as you. That not only boosts you up, boosts your creativity up, but when you have a stupid idea, they say, Killian, that's dumb. We can't do that. And here's why we can't do that. So a, a wonderful team that balances me out. And illicit drugs are the, are the two things that took me to the top. Illicit drugs, don't do it. Don't do it. But you know what? In your case, it worked for you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. The second part. So illicit drugs works works for you, but don't give away logins to Peacock. That, my friend, that's right. steals yeah, from the boys. What I'm doing, what I'm doing is I'm taking acid and I'm creating, I'm, I'm using it to put art out into the world. Right. What those two criminals are doing, they Stealing. are suckling at the teat of the artist. That's and right. And draining us for every little bit that they can get. It's those really sore, a disgusting thing. Those yeah. sore nipples of Can, all those workers. Yes, my Can, nipples are chafed. Kelly, it, it, it and have seems, bite marks through them. <laughs> I love it. It, it kind of seems like you, you got a grudge against Erica Lee. Is it? No, we it, settled everything. I'm over it. I, I was going to say, could it's it be? Been a be year. Could it be because you know you have the most losses against her? 
in your career? The most losses a game. That's not even a real statistic. You just made that up. Yeah, I think oh, you did. Unfounded. I think you did. I think that no, sounds no, really you're, phony. You're the dishonest press. That's what you are. You're oh, the no, dishonest I, press. That is fake, fake news. I was doing some of my yeah. homework, and she's the only one that uh, that you have lost to four times in your mm. career. Who said that? Who said that? Yeah, who's your source? Is that Meltzer? You can't believe that. Yeah. That guy has out for me. Don't tell me it's Kevin. Don't tell me it's the folks at PWI. (laughs) Who said, what was that, cage match? Yeah. That commie rag? Oh, my God. That's exactly where I got it from. I do it. I do it. They got it out for me, too. That's bullshit. I beat her so many times, and they don't have it on the website. Despicable. But, uh, yeah, that match, that, you know, cinematic piece, that was, that was great. You, you know, want to tell everybody how that came about? Thank you. Thank you. That was um, me, uh, Erica Dust, and Joey Finnegan um, really, like, cranked out a lot of content over a short period of time and really had these great ideas and not only the people like the core people that are involved in that, but also like Nelson Bauer, um, Kimberly spirit, Robbie Radke, um, those kind of people, um, Bobby Lynch, who's not even a professional wrestler. He's an actor that we work with a lot. Um, the people that were behind the scenes, um, doing camera work, doing sound, doing the editing and stuff like that. I mean, so essential to it and not only those people but the guests that we got to do it people like Darius Carter people like Eel O'Neal Miles um Shane Fair was in an episode like we've really had Anthony um who's the the GM of Magic like all those we can't thank enough for like being a part of this like crazy crazy project that we wanted to do something that like something that happens on an IWTV show spans week after week after week until the next IWTV show. When has that structure ever been performed? Ever. As hot as IWTV is, nobody's ever done something like that. For all those people and the magic management to be like, here's the ball, run with it. It was fucking awesome. It it totaled up, I want to say, what, close to 50 minutes of of different segments all the way up to it? It's a short film. I mean, I I like to think of it because of the way we released it. I like to think of it more as a season of television, but compiled all together, especially including the matches, it's, it's like 60 minutes. In length, not, not the news magazine show. The, oh, no, no, not the news magazine show with the okay. guy that complains and yells all the time. I like that guy. Yes. That guy had a lot of spunk. Whatever happened to him? What's I think he died. Him? I think he died. It was morally safer. Oh, my God. I didn't yeah. even know he was sick. Yeah. My God. But, he's, but, he's gone. But no, guys, if you haven't got a chance to check out this this uh, masterpiece, you have to. You know, it, it's... It's something that you're definitely going to enjoy, and it's going to have you, you know, wanting more after it's all done. Absolutely, absolutely. And in the way that uh, we were able to take that and spin it into the match that we recently had and the hype package that we were able to put out with that, and we were cutting in moments and showing not just stuff that happened in that match, but stuff that happened at GCW, at 1CW, at 
Camp Leapfrog, all those other places, like it blended so beautifully into the story that we've been telling over the course of a year that I can't I, go watch it. I can't speak volumes enough. We, I, I, I want a supercut to be, be released on IWTV. I'm hoping and praying that those sons of bitches do that for me. And they better. But we'll see that. I think right now the supercut's available on YouTube. So let me ask you this, with all the different promotions you've worked for uh, so far in 2021, and there's been a handful of them, is there any of them that stand out more so that you really, really like than others? I mean, I'm sure you like all the promotions you work for, but is there any of the promotions that you just really feel like, man, this is just, I'm in my wheelhouse? Well, I'm going to win the MCW Heavyweight Championship. And they're going to, then they're going to be like, all right, you're going to go to Ring of Honor now. And I'll win that championship. And then they're going to pay me all the money in the world. And I'm going to be a big, greasy star. So probably that one right now. I know my track record hasn't been too good there. But, um, you know, thing, things are looking up. I'm talking to some people. Maybe bring in the crew. See if we can't uh, settle some differences, if you know what I mean. It's a bit of a numbers game at MCW. You have the cartel and Black Wall Street and stuff like that. It's gang warfare. So I have to bring a crew myself. I don't have the police on my side like some people. You're like Mr. Nimbus from Rick and Morty. You know, you guys ever seen Rick and Morty? Indeed. You know, that's the show where the guy, he turns himself into a pickle. It's the damnedest thing. And, you know, Rick, Rick, he's just like me. As he's smart. So, so, so Killian. Badass. Once again, just for everybody joining us, we're with Killian McMurphy right now. Uh, wh- who would you say is your crew? If you're going to assemble a crew, who is your... I have a stable. You you did terrible in your research, Mikey. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm saying an elite crew. He uh, has one. What? Are you down? He has the... one. Freeland. Yeah. Give me your elite crew. Oh, my goodness. Fred, explain, just hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. down the roster. I want to hear the eliteness of this crew. The, there is two stables that I've known that you've been in. Both of them are impeccable. One is the goons. Okay. That's right. The other one is above the pinnacle. It is the BBB. That's Better right. Business Bureau. We were the first ever Paris' bumping champions. Of course, the Goons, one of the most decorated groups on the entire East Coast. There's not a crew like us littered all over the PWI 500. Myself and Eel O'Neill and Big Dust peppered all over the list. What other group? What other group in independent wrestling was peppered all over that list? Like the Goons. It was a beautiful thing to see. What happens if you were to create a third group? Who would you pick? I'd take, I'd take those two groups and I'd combine them. You'd combine them. Is there anybody up and coming that you feel like you would take under your wing? Um, Jet, Girari, Jigori. I think that's how you say his last name. Jet. I've never called him anything but Jet. He's wonderful. His content's fantastic. He did the milk crate challenge when it was hot and cut a promo while doing it. Absolutely creative mind. He cut a promo in a public bathroom one time. Maniac. He'll go at any lengths to get content. And I respect that shit. I love that shit. Um, 
Who else do I love? Devontae's. Devontae's is great. Well, Johnny Moran is kind of an auxiliary. See, at this point, you're just asking me to name auxiliary goons. People that are kind of in the group. Nate Colt. Big Bob. Kyle. These are just actors that that we we make films with. Well, I want them in the group, though, because they're good actors. So you want to increase your stable. Well, people that you can work with me to just name people that are close. You know how the NWO had people that were in the core, but then people that were kind of out here. You're just right. asking me to name the out here people, right? You're now. you're naming the Disco's Infernos and the the Vincents yeah, and Virgil. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the Virgils, exactly. right? Right. The right. Curtain Jokers, right? That's fair. Yeah. But Jet, he Jet Jet's number one. Jet is the lost goon. I feel. And him and Devontae are already a thing. They're tearing it up at Camp Leapfrog. Absolutely talented couple of fellows right there. Well, well, Kelly, in 2021 Super 8 tournament winner. That's right. But that wasn't a, a, an easy road for you to get there. No. Actually, no, it was pretty easy. It was pretty <laughs> easy. I hurt I hurt a very good professional wrestler. Um, I beat up Crowbar, a legend, which I tend to do. I beat up legends all the time. That's another day at the office for me. You know, not only have I worked a number of Hall of Famers, but I've retired so many people. It's whatever. I mean, thought for a second it might happen again, but he narrowly escaped. And then Bam Sullivan is a knockoff goon. Obviously. So that was a, that was a walk in the park. I already know what, what, what he's coming when he's a My Essentials Food Lion brand goon. <laughs> You know, when you go down to the Piggly Wiggly and, you know, you can't afford the Kraft Mac and Cheese, so you got to get the store brand. That's what you're getting with Bam Sullivan. Wow. You got store right. brand wrestler. Yeah, so it was probably, I mean, I'm the greatest Super Super 8 champion of all time, even beyond you, Jerry Lynn. Um, but and that's, that's a lot. Have, that's saying a lot. That is saying a lot, but I must say I did have the easiest road to get there. I won the Super 8 sitting on my fat ass. It was amazing. Who else has done that? Who else is good enough to do that? Not you, Jerry. You had to work hard at it. Me, I got it handed to me because they said, Killian McMurphy, you are a god of entertainment. You are everything, everything that pop culture should be. Here, take this trophy and this glory, and it is even not enough for what you deserve and your beautiful mind and lovely muscles. So the phone has probably been ringing off the hook ever since the uh, the Super 8. I mean, people calling you up, obviously wanting you, pleading with you, wanting you to come to the promotion. What's it been like having to decide between these different people who you're going to spend time with? It's tough. You got a lot of people that uh, that don't like old K-Mac right now because uh, I can't work for their little, little two-bit promotion. Right. You know? I don't have time for it because I'm out opening the first show in Maryland, first professional wrestling show in Maryland in two years. I'm going out there with a microphone to kick things off because they know that there's no bigger star in the local area than the shooter. I'm busy doing big, big things. So unless you got a big, big thing for me to do, then I'm going to sit here. I'm going to watch Sonic the Hedgehog videos until I fall asleep. Let me ask you this question. If there's somebody right now you could pick out of a hat 
Anybody. Anybody, anybody. You could pick. Who are you picking to go up against right now? Well, sold I'm picking out of sold a hat, out. Yeah, well, you know what? The hat thing. Screw the hat thing. If yeah, you're pick, if you're pick, if you're picking, I want Angela Bassett. I want Angela Bassett in a 45 minute cinematic. Wow, that's right. Yeah, you weren't expecting that, were you? I I, I wasn't, but I would. You pay weren't it. expecting anything about this interview, were you? I, I was expecting the unexpected. Wow, that's fair. All right, you got it. You got a bunch of little phrases in your little in your little tool belt that you just like throwing out. Don't my you? little you my little for, my little don't. Rolodex. Yeah, exactly. You got a bunch of you got a little jukebox in there that you're funneling through for everything I got, huh? Let me ask you something, McMurphy. So who are you picking right now? Who are you picking? Anybody in the world right now, who do you think that you could put on the best match with? Period. I want Angela Bassett in a short film. Not I don't know any- what you're not hearing. Do you know who that is? Have you seen her work? I've seen Angela Bassett before, yes. Have you we- ever watched Bojack Horseman? Have you seen the 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 show BoJack Horseman? It's the great besides Killian McMurphy content. It's the greatest entertainment that the human race has ever seen. I have not. This dude has Freeland figured out. That's right. I do have you figured out. Wait, that's your name. God damn it! I thought you were Mikey. That's your real name. That's Mikey Whipwreck's real name. Whipwreck wasn't real. Okay, I see it. I got it figured out. Okay. Okay. But no, you both need to watch BoJack Horseman, especially if you love like entertainment and film and pop culture. Angela Bassett's in that is how it popped in my little brain. But yeah, that's who I want in a match. So outside of what you do in the ring, do you feel like there's anybody else as far as using social media to the way you are, the level that you're using it to utilize your exposure? Is there anybody else that you feel like is kind of on that par or do you feel like yeah, the Twitter, the Facebook, all that kind of stuff. But what you're creating is something unparalleled to anyone else. You know who's been doing uh, pretty decent content lately is old Matt Mikowski. Matt Mikowski's been biting a, biting a few things off the old shooter here and there and been out pretty good stuff. Um, He uh, had a hype package with Bones, I believe. Not a hype package, but like a little series of videos going into their match at Pizza Party that were really well well done, like fun Fun, fun stuff. Um, there's a lot of guys trying to do it, right? But no one can do it like me and Dust. No one can hold a candle to it. You got people like Jay George that think they're cinematic wrestlers. What are you on about? I'm a te- You know what? I might have to teach him a little cinematic lesson, if you know what I mean. If you're picking up what I'm putting down. You're not. You have no idea what I'm what I'm hollering about, do you? Whip? No, I'm listening. I'm listening completely. I'm just taking it all in. I'm absorbing mm. it. I'm like a I'm like a sponge, McMurphy. Mm. I'm mm. allowing you to. Well, I shouldn't use that phrase. I'm allowing you to enter my mind, and I'm trying to understand everything that is you, because you are very you are very unique in what you are presenting to the audience. Yeah, I'm an avant-garde performer for sure, but I'm also the realest thing that you'll ever see. It's a, it's amazing how I blend the two together. Who else? Who the fuck else? Britt, Britt, I felt like I've interrupted you six times. What do you want oh, to say? Oh, no. Hey, I just love seeing Freeland uh, speechless. No, I'm just trying. I want to find out who you, if you could have anybody in the ring outside Angela Bassett. Right no, now. No, I don't want her in the ring. What on- do you have no, on the gonna, on no. the on the PWI list, who if you could pick anybody, 
would you want to have a sellout arena match with? Yeah, pick number one on the list. I don't know anything about him, but whoever whoa, was- whoa, 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 whoa. That's where I'm going to have to back that train up. Do you know who number one on the list is? Um, Two through 499 miles. could never compete or be in the ring with number one. So Who's guys that? from two to 500. Is it two cold Scorpio? Because you just described two cold Scorpio in 2021. Two cold Scorpio did make the list though, didn't he? You know, you know who was it? Rich Swan. It number, Rich number Swan. one. Rich Swan's the best wrestler on the fucking planet. In, in case you don't know, this guy, uh, Freeland, is absolutely adores this man. He puts him on a pedestal. Well, because he's done things no, a lot of people. What well, he's done things a lot of people in on the list have not done is been successful on different in different countries, on different continents, uh, selling out all different types of venues before, wrestling different styles, wrestling all different people from different genres of wrestling before. Kind of hard to compare him to really a whole lot of people on that list. Well, you asked me who I wanted to sell out arena who, with. Yes, who would going to pay me the most money to wrestle? That's that's a smart man right there. So who's going to make me the most money? So uh, I guess is John Cena on the list? Has John Cena ever made a list? Is if John Cena is on the list, I want John Cena. That makes sense. That's going to make me the most money. Is the Undertaker on the list? Mm. I know the Undertaker. We'd have to call Cuomo and he'd have to check out the uh, the retirement home to see if that old guy's still around. Oh, my gosh. You're throwing shade right now. You're mm. throwing shade. That's supposed to be your peer, Whipwreck. And you're being disrespectful. <laughs> hey, if I like that. If you had said that in the locker room at 99, you would have got your ass beat, buddy. Ooh, that locker room, I think a lot of other things may have happened as well. But we will let that be. Oh, my God. Look at the, you. The, the greatest locker room the Undertaker has made comments before saying the locker room in the Attitude Era was the best locker room. I would, I would decline that. I would probably say that it was not the best locker room, but that's nor here nor there. So tell us more about Killian McMurphy. Tell us more about you. I'm, I'm fascinated with you. You have this very interesting persona about you you kind of have like that Darius Carter feel to you where you kind of go back and forth and you kind of blur the line there's no line well there's there's a line line. with Darius there is a line there's a real person and there's a professional wrestler I am just this all the time and this existence is painful but this existence helps me make the greatest shit that this industry has ever seen I don't know what else you want to know. You keep asking me these vague questions about myself and self-actualization and this, that. Just go watch Killian Bishop. I'm gonna, you, you know what? Know, I'm going to have to subscribe, and I'm going to have to start watching. Wow. Well, let get Rhett to send you his password because he loves doing that. Join their little, little crime segment kit. Get the blue in your back pocket, and then watch Killian Bishop. And then I want you to tweet, and I want you to say, much like everyone else that viewed the show did, this is the greatest thing that IWTV has ever done. Maybe the greatest thing that professional wrestling has ever produced. Do you have any Killian uh, Vision merchandise that's out there that people who watch, who are big fans, can actually go ahead and buy? Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. 
there's a bunch of Kaylee merch on there. We don't have anything specifically Kaylee Envision, but there are also Camp Leapfrog shirts available that you can buy. Nice. And there's also Dune merchandise that you can get. And of course, if you like Kelly and Vision, then you love the Goons content because that is who birthed, that's who squeezed out, that's who created and and crafted the diamond, the sparkling, the chaos emerald. That is Kelly and Vision. It's true. It's not just me. I sit here and talk about how great I am, but if you don't surround yourself with greatness, then you are only as good as the people around you, you know, they can pull you down real quick. Exactly. So, so Killian. Keep that in mind, Rhett. I want you specifically, I'm not saying that for any particular reason, Rhett, but I want you to keep that in mind. Uh, I hear you loud and clear. That's right. So, but uh, no, I, I'm just kind of curious, uh, you know, you're into the big, into the movies so what got you into like the movie making part of aspect of, of everything? You know, well, when what... everything shut down, I mean, I, I, my promo work and not just my promo work, but the editing around my promo work has always been like second level, right? Like it's always been far away better than most people's. But when you have sitting at home and you're nothing to do and keep in mind, I only took like maybe two months off during COVID. Like I was like working a lot. Like I went, nose to the grindstone but during those two months and even leading up to those two months you see it coming in the air and you start trying to game plan like oh my god these shows are canceling what am i gonna do so me and dust had the idea let's just do it ourselves and let's not be restricted to the bounds of what professional wrestling is supposed to be and dust has this thing that i absolutely love and he likes to say we know what a professional wrestling match can be but what else can a professional wrestling match be? And that was kind of our spirit going into the first season of the big goddamn cinematics. And then of course, from that first season birthed everything else we're doing and not only everything else, well, everything else that we did and not only everything else that we did, but the shit that we have coming up, which in my opinion is season one and two and Killian vision all combined and this like final form, we talked about power scaling earlier and I'm like seeing it in my head, the levels that we were at and the pieces that we're putting together and the, what we're at now is going to blow some shit away. So, and you're going to have to tune in all over the place for that. And that's all I'm going to say all over the place. Well, during the COVID when everything was shut down, WWE dipped their you know toe in the waters of cinematic uh, matches you know, even you had... before, even before that, like when uh, they had like the Undertaker, was you know doing his thing with AJ Styles. Um, even before that, you had shit like the Final Deletion. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Even before that, you had shit like DDT. You know what I mean? This essence of what we're doing has always been in professional wrestling. We are just taking as much pro wrestling of it out of it. So, so what was your thoughts when you first seen uh, the Undertaker AJ Styles match at WrestleMania? I said we could do this better. I said, my God, we could do this better. And then I think a lot of people had that thought, but I think we were one of the few people that executed, and we were one of the few people that executed well. 
but you know you don't just have that thought then you have that thought every time you see something like that like not only that but um the uh house of horrors match or the the shit with bray wyatt like um i i watched him and john cena i think right at wrestlemania they did yeah. like a really like avant-garde um match N- it was like nwo very, thing yep yeah very interesting very different um and of course like all the things i'm naming are completely different from what we do but these are the little missing links you know what you know what i mean art art is nothing but looking at something and saying i want to reinterpret that i want to add that to my like repertoire i want to put that in my tool belt and i want to slap all these these things in my tool belt together to make something that i think is going to be the best and that's well, what they are at the end of the day they're all these ideas and not just of course from those matches because even more than those matches pop culture in general is what we're pulling from well well, Killian, I hope you uh, hope you're ready because I brought some backup. The boys in blue are here. What the hell? Oh, no. Right. oh no! That was right. Oh no! Pat- I don't like. Officer How- Officer Eric Lee Miller is here. Put your freaking hands up! <laughs> Put your freaking hands up! Suspects no. in the in the building. Suspects target acquired. Put your freaking hands up, McMurphy. <laughs> I don't. I don't I know why. Now, why do you do that? It's this. No, it's just. You gotta one. have some weight to it. This is a. This is a government issued. It's, <laughs> it's government not issued. Damn it! This is uh, Kevlar piercing. <laughs> well, what? you're not wearing shit. Why do I? Why do I need to bring out the actually? Gun? You're not. You don't know what I'm wearing. Actually. Actually, that's right. I, you could be. You could be sneaky. You could, That's you right. Could. I could be wearing anything right now, anything at all. I bet none of you are wearing pants. I'm not wearing pants. I'm in boxers. I bet none of you got pants on. Bunch of perverts. Shor- I got shorts. I got my Golden Girls uh, pajama pants on. Hmm. Do you mm. like that I'm pacing? Is that good for? It's it's very oh. intimidating. It's it's very like uh... <laughs> I'm on a bus. I, got <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> How did you feel about the the big revelation that uh, the whole password situation uh, is it still working for you or have you tried to log on recently? Yeah, you know he deleted his account. Yeah, he deleted. He said he deleted his he, the, he deleted his peacock account. His peacock account. I think Rit needs to answer up to what this. What the fuck? I was watching Ex- the other day. Get roasted. Get fucking roasted. I was watching this the other day. Oh, you can still watch it until the uh, the middle of next month. Oh, okay. okay. Look wow, at this guy. I, I gave that login to so many people. They're all. <laughs> hey, hey! The more the merrier. How big is this crime syndicate that you guys are pulling off? I would never share a password. I I pay for all my. You wouldn't service. share a password because you don't have any. No, I I have every single. <laughs> I, I have HBO Max. I have the Hulu. I have Netflix. So I have YouTube Red. The Rit was just basically telling us right now that uh, Erica, you have a a four match win streak going against Mr. Killian and, over and here. And I told him that is bullshit. And he and that he's trying to deny bullshit. it. So you, you pin this guy's shoulders to the mat four different times. Is this a bunch of BS or is this true? Is I beat her at Leapfrog. I beat her at one CW. 
Yeah. I beat her bad. <laughs> he put his hands on me and somehow right. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think it's I have I how many times have I beat the big guy? Like once, maybe. No, twice for sure. Well, yeah, maybe. Rick says cage match wrestling says what four times? Yeah, four times. And two. you stood there like a dummy while I pinned your best friend in the middle of a GCW ring. You stood there and just watched and couldn't do anything about it, you pathetic little fool. That's the other time that I beat you. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I eliminated you in that match. So that, yeah. Yeah, that's elimination. That doesn't count. Mm, it kind of still counts. Yeah. Yeah, I still, I still pinch. I still beat. Yeah. No, no, no. Hey, you if you're if you're Dunzo's in a match, then if if you're Dunzo, yeah. our, our oh, team buddy. won. What? So how could I have lost if our team won? Yeah, if she pinned you, she I... pinned you. The team might have won, the but she told win. you to go hit the showers Doesn't early. Matter. Doesn't the matter. The team didn't win anyway. I won that won. whole thing. What? I uh -oh. won the cybernetica. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're being the dishonest press. Honk, honk, one, illicit drugs, zero. You know they asked me if you ever honked at me? We did. We <laughs> that, that was, was our first, first question. question. That The first question of this interview was... The first was, question was, 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 if you ever honked at me? <laughs> and I said, listen, she's been honking at me for a long, long time. That's I, true. I, I, I think the exact words were... He called you an aggressive Canadian geese. Ooh, that's harsh. I'm more than one goose? Or, or goose. No, I didn't say it wrong like that. Like a flock? Um, I could just be a bunch of geese in a trench coat, though, right? <laughs> I believe that. I don't know what you have on under there, either. You might be three goose geese on top of each other. <laughs> three goose, that's right. I'm a, I'm a three goose honk. That's right. Yeah. That's Long right. neck. I do Erica, we owe you so many royalties for as many times as we've used pee pee poo poo in so many references. If I can trademark pee pee poo poo, you should because we have used that so blatantly so many times. Why can't you? It's easy to trademark things. I just we just trademarked Jersey Championship Wrestling. Do you know about that? You know we own that now, huh, little girl? You know that. <clears throat> You heard wow, that. stunned silence. I mean, I, I heard that. I don't, I don't know what it was all about. This whole like, podcast has been stunned silence. These boys don't know <laughs> how to handle me and my energy. I'm asking. didn't even do any research. I they do. He's 2021 Super 8 winner, and he shat his pants. He didn't even know. Maybe Freeland, a little. Maybe a little. Freeland Not couldn't, a even, couldn't even name the yeah, groups that he was in. Two Super 8 winners. Yeah, he asked me if I, he said, if I could I, put a No, I said if you were to create a, a stable. Create. Not what you've already got, okay? The past is the past. Yeah, the past is the past. Move on past these other guys. Create a new <laughs> one. It's 2021. Because it gets too sad on Twitter. Okay. What would you <laughs> Well, who the fuck would you pick, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, let's hear it. Did you did you answer? He couldn't even yeah, answer. He just Jet. keeps coming back to I these two Jet. other groups. Jet Devontes. Um, you could get him. Nate Colt. I don't think you could get Devontes. Why can't I get Devontes? I just don't think he, you could get him. Hot Dog Starks. You could get him. You don't think I could get Devontes? Devontes <laughs> loves me. 
He loves me too. I don't think he would be in a stable with me necessarily. Mm, well, they, yeah, I guess he doesn't love you as much as he loves he, me then. No, wow. no. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, yep, he, yep. Seems, he seems like he just doesn't need anybody. He's literally in a group with Jet. Mm, not to my knowledge. She doesn't even follow professional wrestling. She's a fool. Well, you, you, you have his passcode and you don't even watch anything. The Crucible? The Crucible? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. I'm talking about <laughs> Jack and Devontae's. Um, did you did uh did you guys know you got two super eight winners on the show right now? Because I also won the super eight. Is no, this no, the no, first no. time ever Correction. Two super eight champions? Three. There are actually three. Jerry Lynn. Jerry up Lynn. In the, up in that corner right there. Jerry hey, Lynn. Where is Jerry Lynn? He won the Super 8. Jerry Lynn is a busy man. I've talked to him recently. Busy, busy man with uh, this whole Rampage thing going on. A lot going on. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and I thought you won the Pooper 8. I did. I won that too. It's the same thing. No. Different. No, no. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I was there. Pooper 8 is like a hearts more. and minds sort of thing. And then the Super 8 is the actual tournament, which I also won. Because when you're a winner, you can rename it to your own. I, I mean, that. I would have done that anyway. Okay. But I, just I the fact corrected. that I won it, you know, separately, that's just pure athleticism. Well, <laughs> I am so glad that Erica is back. Thanks. I'm not. God damn. You know I, I, I wanted, Who I wanted, gave you this passcode? I, <laughs> I was I was asked a question that I didn't answer that I want and, to answer. And that that's where I'm getting to. Uh, I'll I'll sit there and state the question again. I'll let you go first, and then we're end with Killian. Okay. Okay. Okay, Killian. Hot tub time machine. You oh, can no. go back in the time to any match in wrestling history. Take somebody out and put yourself in the match. What match is it and why? We will let Erica. I, get, I what? Oh, you're going with Erica first. Well, hey, hey, she's owed me this for like a month and a half, maybe two months now. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I will go back to the um, the first women's money in the bank match. And Ooh. I would take Ellsworth out and, and put me in. Is that the one that he was in, or was he in the Rumble? I don't remember. No, 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 no. He, he he was in that one. The Money in the Bank. That's what I would do. I'd take him out of that, and I'd put me in. About time somebody took him out. It's of that so match. noble of you. Yeah, I thought I would take the high road with that question. I thought I would do I would do wrestling a favor and make a statement. You know what I would do? <clears throat> I'd go back to the first ever professional wrestling match, <clears throat> and I would bring a gun. And I would shoot us both. And then I would kill professional wrestling forever. And I would take all the fun away from all of you clown asses. That's what the fuck I would do. That, that sounds like gimmick infringement to me. I'm the one taking people's fun away. I, guys, you know who I'm like? I'm like the Joker. Do you know I'm like I'm Rick like? from Rick and Morty, but I'm also like the Joker. Do you know who I'm like? Who? I'm, I'm like Abby Lee Miller. No, you are fu you fucking wish you're like I'm like Abby. You guys watch Bill. Dance Moms? You ever watch Dance Moms? No, I'm not 14. Uh, watch but 14. 
Look, no 14-year-old should be watching that television program. No, definitely not. That would screw them up real, real bad. It wasn't the girl that uh, is the dancer for, is it Sia? Was she on Dance Moms? Is, that's where she was discovered? Well, yeah, it yep. is. Her, Maddie, who was in the Sia video. Yes. Maddie. That's right. We're a first-name basis. We're very close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me and I'm going to take an Abby Lee Miller dance course coming up soon. No, you're not. Yeah, you don't believe that, but I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to meet Abby, and you're going to be jealous. And no. then we're going to date, and we're going to fall in love. <laughs> I really doubt that. I don't think she would love you. Yes, she would. Yes, she would, because I'm young and hot. No, she. well, that is, she, does, she, ha, she does have a type, doesn't she? That's right. You guys really need to watch Dance Moms. I can't believe yeah. uh, you've never yeah, seen any of it. No, no. You I, not have a woman in your lives, your respective lives. I, I mean, we're both we're both married, but I don't think at any point in time my wife said, "Hey, let's sit down and watch." Throw it on. Throw on. Go, go on. Yeah, throw on. Throw it on. Let's see what you think. That's fine. I'll throw it on. I'll throw it on. After hey. I watch Killian Vision, I'll throw on Dance Moms. You've not. See, he didn't do any the... research. Whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, I'm in that. Yes. Right? I need to watch. I will watch. Eric is in it. I will watch. Hey, hey, Killian, you, you did hear him, right? The only reason he's watching is because of Erica. That's, that's the, right. That, I heard that's, him. That's and I've heard him this whole time, Brett. I've heard him up, down, left, right. My I've heard him so deep, I've been slurping it up for breakfast the next day. I know that. <laughs> That's what's right. That is what's right. Yeah, our feud's been pretty good for Killian, hasn't it? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I had the best COVID. No, no, I did. <laughs> actually, I had the best COVID, actually. Not COVID's true, been not. very nice to me. <laughs> do you guys think who else who else did i mean really who had a better covid than me you guys can you think me? Of no not you I if you had, had a better than, if you had, had a better COVID, covid than me I then why were you COVID, so low on i the had covid 19 oh, and a wow erica did you great did you just did you just hear his attack on you where you listed on PWI? Yeah, I heard it. I was ignoring it, trying to make my point. Guys, come of on. Of course, of course. That's all you ever do. What was I, 10 lower than you? That's crazy. Yeah. Considering considering I've beaten you four times, five times. Well, That's the reason a fake stat from the dishonest press. <laughs> I've beaten you six <laughs> times at least. It was a fabricated statistic. Do you feel like you made the list, Killing, because she gave you the rub this year? No. You don't no. think that has anything to do with it? No. Her rub you, don't think, you, have, you think that has nothing to do with it? Position on the list. First of all, Absolutely I not. First of all, I wouldn't rub him, so let's not say that. <laughs> don't. I don't want. I don't want this to go in that direction. You're gross. <laughs> You're fucking gross. <laughs> they should take your bad. You're gross. Way. I love it because you're a detriment <laughs> to the idea of a police officer. Let's not let's not turn this into a Twitter space, okay? I don't want to go that route. There are a bunch of perverts out there on those Twitter spaces, aren't they? So Always talking about their peepers and their it's veepers. Weird. It's weird. It's weird. Do you guys, are you guys on Twitter? 
Are you on Twitter Spaces? You guys ever used Twitter? Have you uh, ever tweeted? I think we I think we do occasionally. occasionally. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I think it's okay. There are some there's some weirdos. I'll definitely agree with that. Love them. Mm. Love I love I love a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. I love a queerdo. Playing <laughs> play, playing with their helicopter, you know. What? Playing with their helicopter. What does that mean? That was a phrase I learned on Twitter today. Somebody somebody was like, "Hey man, sounds like you're playing with your helicopter." Is that a penis joke? I think it is. I think it's a reference to Ric Flair. I don't think that's laid out very well. I don't like that phrase, not because it's disgusting, but because I don't just don't think it's very good. Playing no. Yeah, because you're like playing. With, the helicopter has to be like the verb there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He, okay. Well, I guess I'm thank, assuming thank you're there. Thank you for breaking it down. <laughs> thank you for Would diagramming you the sentence. You are correct. Listen, he's I used to be a conversation heli- analyst. He's 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 helicoptering. I used to work. You in wanted a- to help people talk to each other. That's right. I used to work in a lab. I was a conversation analysis and I would code conversations. That's crazy. That's how we won WW2, you know. Pretty much. I don't mean to bring up politics. I don't mean to bring up politics. Yeah, let's not get divisive. Let's not get, I don't want to. I don't want to talk politics. People get real Uh, riled up. Wow. Wow. But hey, Killian, Erica. Wait, hold it. He didn't do his hot tub time machine. Yes, he did. Yeah, I did. He did. And I thought it was okay. Who did you say? He hasn't listened this whole day. I time. have listened. I, no I'm way. still stuck on the Angela Bassett situation. No, you're going to have to go. I'm not oh, saying it again. Why don't you go back and again? He was on Angela right. Bassett the whole time. He's he wants got an to Angela fight her so bad. He's got I an do. Angela Bassett fetish. Fight. Every time, every time we step in the ring together, we like lock up, or he's like socking me one. All I can hear, he's like muttering under his breath. I wish this was Angela. 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 That's very. Right. It's like disconcerting. That's the weirdest part about fighting Killian is that he's always he's talking about yeah. Angela the whole time. Yeah, that's the weirdest part. Yeah. Well. Uh, but Killian, Erica, thanks for the surprise. Killian, thanks for coming on. Want to tell everybody where they can uh, get your merch at, where they can find you and your Killian Vision? Uh, go watch Killian Vision on IWTV. Go to my YouTube page, Killian McMurphy, to see the first season of the Big Goddamn Cinemagic or Cinematics. Um, Cinemagics are on YouTube, I believe, or maybe IWTV. I forget what they're, but just look up Big Goddamn Cinemagic and you'll find it. Go follow me. At the shooter KM on Twitter, at Killian McMurphy on Instagram, Pro Wrestling Tees slash Killian McMurphy for all your merch. But most importantly, go watch the entire series, Bojack Horseman. That's my and, most important plug. And Erica, want to plug you? No, it's okay. It's, just, it's not her episode. Okay. Don't hey, let hey. her tell her stuff. Just think. Okay. Hey, I already got. Any way we can bring you guys back at all? Always. Together? Oh, no. Because I, I, I want to bring a third in, which would be a fantastic episode. You oh, want to bring a third God. in? I don't know. That sounds like a question. He's going to bring Darius. I want to bring Darius in. I don't know if that's for us, really. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I would love to have you guys and Darius on at the same time. I've heard that before. But, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stop. <laughs> Sarah just saw 
called him up there. I can't, I... Wow. Um. Okay. Where have you been all night? <laughs> I was watching Zorro. Wow. <laughs> the well, like '90s film. Yeah, with Antonio Banderas and Catherine Zeta Jones and Anthony Hopkins. Handsome, handsome man. He's pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. Hot take. Well, Killian, Erica, I want to thank you guys for stopping by. Thanks for the big surprise, Erica. And uh, hopefully we can get you guys to come back sometime. Definitely. Thank you for having me again. Wow. I don't think think I've done enough illicit drugs. I've sat there and uh, I've had people sit there and do their gimmick, but not quite like that. No, that's definitely different. But I will tell you this. That's money right there. That's money. That's- if you if you can make yourself different, if you can make yourself separate from everybody else, that's awesome. And I feel bad I haven't seen Killian Vision. I should see it. How many it- how many episodes have you seen? Uh I've seen the whole the whole series. Season, I want to say. Okay. So, but then again, this is one of my you know, booking. So uh, I like to book a lot of people that I know right. or, or know a lot about. So I was, I had my one up on, you know, but no, it, it, it his, his whole cinematic stuff and the whole movie stuff that he does is just great. And oh, I'm, I'm excited to see this and, and his uh, relationship he has as with uh, Miss PP poo poo herself, Erica Lee, man, it, it, it's one that that's great, and she she stars in, in in the whole movie. He seems to be able to come up with things very quickly, very extemporaneously, and I give him a ton of credit. And it seems like he and Erica just have a really good chemistry. They have great chemistry, absolutely. So love it. But Freeland, that was the end of our one. Yes, it is. It is. We are going <laughs> to be starting things. Uh, a little earlier than normal with the uh, with the panel coming up here. Uh, just in a few minutes, we're going to stop and uh, take a quick break. We're not going to be too long. We don't be too sexy. But uh, we're going to stop out. That's going to be for it for Future Starts Now. But we will be starting for our material right after this. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love, love's going to leave me. I'm too sexy for my shirt, too sexy for my shirt, so sexy, it hurts. Too sexy for Milan, too sexy for Milan, New York and Japan. Take it. And I'm too sexy for your party, too sexy for your party, no way, I am disco dancing. I'm a model, you know what I mean, and I do my little turn on the cowboy. Yeah, on the catwalk, on the catwalk, yeah, I do my little girl on the catwalk. 
for my car. Too sexy by far. I'm too sexy for my hat. Too sexy for my hat. What do you think about that? Hold it. I'm a model. You know what I mean. And I do my little turn on the cowboy. Yeah, on the cowboy. On the cowboy. Yeah, I do my little Welcome to your Tuesday night. It's Front Row Material. I am Mike Freeland, joined by The Brit. It's a great Tuesday night so far. Um, had a lot of fun in our number one. Uh, Killian Vision is something that we definitely recommend you check out. That can be found on YouTube as well. Uh, Killian McMurphy, definitely follow him on the Twitter machine as well. So uh, how long have you known uh, Mr. McMurphy? Uh, off and on now for, you know, probably a year, year and a half now since, nice. since, you know, COVID and the whole, uh, you know, video making stuff. I, I was just very intrigued once I started uh, looking into Camp Leapfrog and everything, talking to, you know, Chris Levine and stuff. And it, it was just, just really amazing. Uh, just got done, you know, on Twitter, he DM me and said, thanks. He had a, he had a blast. And I told him, hey, we're not your normal podcast. We're not going to ask the straight questions. And he sat there and said that he enjoyed it. Good. Well, we're glad that he had a, a really good time. So definitely follow him, support him. He said that he, you can get all of his merchandise over at Pro Wrestling Tees. And like I said before, we will be posting the links as well. So you can go ahead and check out Killian Vision, which is a, uh, a big project he'd been working on. Obviously starring, can I say starring? Erica Lee as well. Starring Miss Pee Pee Poo Poo herself. Honk honk, Erica Lee. She's amazing. And she's so much fun. And she rolls with everything. So a big shout out to her. Uh, I know know Kate's a big fan of hers as well. So she'll be a little jealous that we got a chance to talk with Erica. So, Well, that is this week. Next week, can I break out the, uh, the Future Stars Now guest? Break it out. We've got next week one of the Deathmatch Kings himself. Ooh. We've got Alex Cologne coming on next week. He was a avid listener to the Front Row Material podcast. And next week, he's going to be here with us. I like it. That's a good booking right there. As far as deathmatch, let me talk to you about this for a second. Did you recently see that Matt Cardona said he's officially done with deathmatch wrestling? And what was your thoughts on that? Were you surprised? Or did you think, nah, this is probably going to be a one-off for him? Hey, to me, it's kind of like when we had... uh, you know, not to bring every, him up every so often, but Darius Carter uh, on 
when he sit there and said that, you know, you got to do it every once in a while just to show, hey, you can do it. A la when Randy Orton uh, was going against Mick Foley, Cactus Jack. You know, Randy Orton wasn't known for it. He went in to do it just to show how tough he is. And it got a better reputation. And with Cardona, you know, dabbling in the death match, hey, he got his name out there. He he elevated the product, and the product helped elevate him. Yeah, no, I think it was a uh, a really good uh, endeavor for him to go into. Um, I did want to mention something just you and I before we go into anything further. I know there's been so much speculation uh, in, in, in recent conversations about Dark Side of the Ring, right? It's a big, big thing. It's been all over social media. Um, I want to get your take, Rit, on the most recent episode. What was your thoughts? There's still a lot of stuff, in my opinion, that still needs cleared up. Uh, I've seen Jonathan Coachman tweet afterwards that said that Vince McMahon and Linda weren't even on the plane. Dark side of the rings saying they were up front. Uh, even JR mentioned uh, that it was that whole plane ride was his responsibility. Uh, he never once, you know, mentioned Linda or Vince being on the plane. Right. So there's, there's some stuff that needs to be, you know, cleared up and everything. I think, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I thought on the first leg or the first night they were all together and he was the one that sent him back. But then the night that all things hell broke loose, it was just him. Am I correct in that? Yeah. On the, on the plane from hell, the actual plane it was, was just, just him. It was just Jim Ross. Yes. But I think the night before, I think it was everybody. And Vince was the one who told him, hey, go back there and keep an eye on the boys. You know, I feel like that's a really unfair thing to make somebody do, if that makes sense. Would you agree? To me, dealing with a locker room is one thing. But dealing in a locker room in a confined space when there's more substances involved right. is, is way more than a one-person job. Oh, I agree completely. And, and yeah, Vince probably wanted to treat the boys so – you know, they weren't on a confined airline. Mm -hmm. But that might have probably been the biggest mistake of his, you know, professional wrestling career. Well, and the reason why I say this is because just my personal views from watching it, here's my thought. Everybody's an adult, right? Just act like an adult. That's it. I mean... Get on there if you're going to have a few drinks. The fact that you can't fall asleep on one of these flights because something is going to happen to you, I think that's bothersome. I mean, I deal with middle schoolers all day long. That's a challenge. But if I dealt with middle schoolers or, you know, on a plane ride and there's 25 of them in there, it's just, it feels like things got out of hand really quickly. And I feel like things were very juvenile. And I think it's almost a shame that it got to the level it did. And as far as one alcohol cart, then a second alcohol cart, like you don't need to continue to throw fuel on the fire. I'm kind of curious if the flight was delayed that long, why did they not have them onboard and reboard? I was just about to say, why didn't they send them back to the hotel or something like that? I mean, seven hours is an awful long time to be sitting on a plane. You know, maybe sitting there for the first hour, yeah. But after that, you know... Hey, it's time to unboard and reboard. 
Um, I've seen a lot of different people's comments. Did you happen to catch Dutch Mantel's comments? No, I've seen a couple of them. I've seen PJ's, you know, Rob's. Uh, I didn't see Dutch's, though. Dutch's was very interesting because I started listening to Dutch um, when he had his podcast. And then I really was interested in him following his career. And and what he said was, and I think it's something very similar to what a lot of people would say. If that was your your wife and she was the one working and she came home and and, and told you this happened, or let's say it was your, your daughter or fill in the blank with somebody who's a female who's close to you, it would mortify you. And me not having any children yet. Um, if it was my sister, if it was somebody that I was very, very close to, I, that would be a very, very difficult thing. It's a very difficult thing altogether. I've never, uh, I've never really looked at a situation and really dissected it like this, but I will use the phrase, it's sad. And that's what I'll say. It is sad, sad, sad. And, um, one thing that kind of bothered me was with, with uh, Terry, how she used the words, no sell it. Right. As many times as she did. Right. That's just, that's unexcusable. You shouldn't have to no sell anything. You shouldn't have to be put in that predicament, period. I just think it's weird. Like to me, I love wrestling. But there's so many things about it, though, that I don't know about as far as being on the other side of the rail. And I'm glad I'm not on the other side of the rail. I'll be honest with you. I am 100% content with just being a fan and watching something because I think I would quickly be bothered by some of these things. I mean, think about this. And they were saying in the 70s and the 80s, inappropriate stuff was, was all the time. I mean, we just didn't have social media and 24-hour news cycles to get this stuff out. So just think about all the craziness that had happened. Um, I don't know. Act like you've been there. Conduct yourself in, in, in business. That's all I can say. So with that being said, I did want to address it. I know you and I did talk about this during the day today. We did want to address the topic itself. We weren't going to make it a full-fledged discussion on the panel itself, but at least we wanted to share our thoughts. No one deserves to be uh, exposed to a situation like this. Um, No one asked for this. No one wanted to be this way. Unfortunately, you know, you got to grow up at some point. You got to grow up. And I'm very juvenile, but you got to grow up and you can't do these things. And I think Ric Flair, even in his documentary for ESPN, they were referring to him as the guy who never grew up. Is it, it, it's, it's sad, but you know what? Um, I've never been accosted before in my life, so I can't speak on it. I don't know how I would feel, so I can't say anything, but I can't, I just don't know what it would feel like to be someone on the other end of that. And I feel bad for everyone who does go through that because a lot of people get scared and they don't want to say anything and I don't blame them because they're probably mortified as well. So anyway, Dark Side of the Ring is a great show. Unfortunately, there are some difficult things that come up on that show, but I think it it's stimulation for conversation and if it helps you think about a topic and it helps you grow. I think that's what it's all for. Uh, 
isn't their next episode Canyon? Chris Canyon. Oh, that's, that's going to be really. That, that is one I'm I'm looking forward to because he was such a great teacher and innovator from what I'm hearing from yeah. everybody. Well, he had an episode, he had an interview with Howard Stern. I don't know if you caught a clip of that, but um, he basically said once he came, once he came out, he was, he was no more, wasn't getting pushed, wasn't getting opportunities, wasn't getting matches on TV. And I think it was Flair who called into the Stern show and said, Hey, look, man, you, you just couldn't cut it in the ring. And you look at the look on, on Canyon's face and you almost you can almost feel what he's thinking. Like it, it's not about my in-ring ability, not whatsoever. And well, well, no, because because just think when they went and did that uh, that wrestling movie, Ready to Rumble. Yep, he was the one that trained like all the stunt people. Right. So if you trust the people to train, and he's you know did an unbelievable job. His character was great. Yep. You know, look at the people he associated himself with in and outside the ring. Right. DDP, Bigelow, you know, it, it, he was an amazing athlete and amazing person. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've heard some people tell me, uh, I, I've had conversations and DMs on social media saying, well, you can't judge something with today's eyes from 20 years ago. However, if you still miss the big boat on what's wrong, Today, something that happened 20 years ago, you missed the big boat completely. Like, the the premise of what is being discussed doesn't necessarily change in 20 years. Wrong is wrong. But it, it's it's going to be an emotional one. But hopefully a lot of people who, who support Canyon and love watching him wrestle will be able to get a chance to reflect on his career, enjoy what he put out there, and close the chapter for him and give him the correct send off that he deserves. Well, Freeland, let's, uh, let's get our two started. Let's get it started. Coming up. He is from Canada. He's the man who pays at least 79 99 for a shirt, but you know what? Not anymore. And I swear to God, he put this shirt on intentionally. Oh, you, you did this on purpose. You could afford any other shirt, but you decided to wear this. But you know what? At the end of the day, I love him. He is the ass man. He is Christopher Butt. There he is. Hello, damn, gentlemen. That, that's a good-looking shirt, man. You're goddamn right. God, that's a good-looking shirt. That is my most favorite design for Kenny Omega shirt, the Terminator shirt. Love it. How you been, well, buddy? I've been doing well. How about you, gentlemen? It's been a while. Uh, been a uh, week. I'm doing okay, but I bet you that shirt right there, as good as it looks, took longer than the shirt that Freeland and I, well, Freeland's wearing, I'm not. Significantly longer. I mean, I had your shirt in like a week. Uh, these shirts were, I don't know, it was long. Seven weeks, eight weeks. Fuck, it was stuck somewhere in Chicago for four weeks or some damn thing. Heck, wow. heck you think it was stuck in Chicago, Kenny Omega could have signed the damn thing while I was there. Well, it's easy it is to get across the border for fuck's sake. They could have got my shirt over. I mean, he's from Canada. He should have at least, on his off day, drove by, knocked on your front door, and handed it to you. Uh, Winnipeg's far. I have no idea. Canada to it, me is it's, just it's Canada. Like I have no. Hours. Yeah. Okay. Winnipeg's on the other side. That's very American of you, Freeland. 
I is it like New York and L.A.? Is that how far it is from each other? No, yeah, side by each. Yeah, maybe New York and St. Louis. Probably it's far. I have no idea. It's just one big blob to me with snow and polar bears and the Hart family. That's all I know. Let's go ahead and let's bring in the resident anarchist. His name, well, if you really want me to, his name is Anton Heidnick. Anton, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. What's good, guys? Not too bad. That we are one, good. That is one hell of a nice shirt. That is a damn nice shirt. Hey, Rit, how many shirts are left? Six. Six shirts are left. Where can they go if they want to get their official newly licensed front row material shirt? Where do they go? What do they do? They can go hit you up, Freeland, at Mike Freeland, or at FRM Pod, or at underscore the underscore writ. Sit there and uh, just DM us. I'm, I'm working on something right now, so you get so it can be easier to get, for you guys to get a hold of me, but yeah, just DM us. We'll get you a shirt. I have them there within a week. That's beautiful. It's true. Lo- Mr. Logan Slater just uh, ordered his today and it was in the mail same day, two hours wow. later. Wow. That's quality. So, speaking of quality, from our boys at Maverick Graphics in Arizona, Anton, you, you and I were on the phone talking. Why don't you tell them about the shirt compared to your other band shirts? I've bought more band shirts than I care to really admit. Tour shirts, just random merchandise, etc. I know a good quality t-shirt when I get one. I like the material. The material is thick. It's nicely made. And I actually like the printing. And I've never had something that's direct to print that wasn't screen printed. And I'm a fan. Like, I'm actually fucking impressed as fuck and want to see more of them. And want to see more of what this company does. So, and I will. Both with y'all and for myself. So... So Maverick Printing is the place to go. If you have more information or would like to have some information, please contact the RIT. He can definitely put you directly in contact with them. But if you like the product, then you absolutely need to send your business to Maverick. Yeah, you can find them on Facebook, Maverick Graphics out in Arizona. Google them. Well, let, let's go ahead and let's bring the other Canadian on. He's probably still in his garage, and I bet there's tons of boxes because he doesn't believe in recycling. He also doesn't believe in climate change. Let's bring him in. He is, don't call me macho man. I'm Liam Savage. There you go. That's, wow. Uh, Look at that's that. All to, that's all we're going to have for this week because I haven't got my shirt yet. Wink. Well, wait a minute. So. The, butt, the butt got his shirt. So where are you in that big blob of ice mass that's known as Canada? Where are you? Uh, I'm not. Probably about an hour and a half from him. Yeah, so where? That's not far away from each other, so that's kind of surprising. Freeland, Freeland, we're working on a bundle deal here, okay? Yeah. We're, oh, we're working on, on a bundle deal because the shipping yeah. to Canada is a little expensive. Mm, yes, it is. A little too no, much on the duty side? No, no, so no, I su- no duty. So I suggested, yeah, I suggested basically I'll, uh, I'll help uh, facilitate for a couple other people in this uh, country. Send them to me. I'll send them out to them. Save on shipping. You know, I'm a humanitarian. What do you want, right? So huh. I had to pay for my own shipping. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sucks to be you, I guess. Mitchie, I don't know where you. I don't know who's shipping for you, but when I ship stuff out, but tell them how long does it take to get there? It was legit. It was a week, maybe 
a couple days less than a week. It was fast. All so you, you, to the side. you guys still count a week the same way we do here in the States, seven days, correct? No, it's about three. No, oh, it's about three? Oh, God damn it. Math okay. is different up here for... Oh, my goodness. Hey, I'm gonna, just... Are we I'm just start already? Freeland has not done his homework at all tonight. Whoa, time out. I've had a very, very crazy day, my friends. <laughs> a very crazy day. I can see how Freeland's math class goes. Mr. Freeland, what's two plus two? Jello. Wow. <laughs> 16. Wow. Yeah. While they use the metric system, the days of the week are still the fucking same, my friend. <laughs> what's two plus two? Exclamation point. Eh. Not not cool. Something not free. Okay, that is a quick way. You can knock me as much as you want, but the minute you start <laughs> saying that I'm a free whore mooch, you get gone. That's your first warning. Let me bring you back. All right, so I've been thrown out of classier places than this. Oh, <laughs> I miss Moon Dog. I, I I chatted with Moon so Dog just we. briefly. Yes. Moondog is in Florida right now, and uh, hopefully he's having a wonderful time. He hopefully- is complaining that it's not hot enough for him down there. Yeah. I'm Does like, some- wait, wait, what? Some people like hot weather. I don't know. Well, he, he, he's complaining that's not hot. I, I didn't think Florida was really that hot. It's the humidity that gets you. Yeah. Same here. No. What, the humidity or where you're at? No, the humidity is fucking terrible here. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's usually the I, – I see an iceberg going down the street right now, but other than that, it's usually, you know. <laughs> you legit realize it does get warm here. No, right? I, no, 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 no. Look, look, look. Okay. I understand it gets hot. I understand Do you? that. Do you? What major body of water are you closest to? Lake Ontario. Uh, Lake Ontario, yeah. Lake Ontario, okay. Now – if we're going to talk about Lake Ontario really quickly, in relation, what are we talking? Is it like uh, Lake Michigan? Are we talking bigger than Lake Michigan? Are we talking Lake Superior? Lake Ontario is the second smallest Great are Lake. You, do you not, not know the Great Lakes? Lake Ontario? Is yes. That's one of them. It's the second smallest. It's one I'm of the Great super, Lakes. I am not super familiar with Lake Ontario. Okay. There's hey, five hey. of them. Wait a minute here. This just in. Oh, fuck. I'm going into the red zone soon. <laughs> gonna, he's going, he's going before me. We're going to take me. it to the butt. Okay. No. But where is Freeland at on the stupidity zone? Well, well okay. That, that, oh, we don't need fuck. to go there. We don't need to Confused. go there. He's gone. Straight I on. know. Hey, listen. I know. Uh, I'm there's not certain super... words we can use on this like eerie. podcast. Like here on Lake Superior. I'm not super familiar with Lake Ontario. I'm just not. I realize that, but I'm not familiar with it. There's five great lakes, Freeland. Okay, let's be serious for a minute. Lake Erie last long, I'm sure. But did it not teach you that in school? Because we learn it. I'm just not super familiar with Lake Ontario. That's all. Are you familiar with Lake Okeechobee? I've heard Oaks of it. Oaks is not one of the great fucking lakes. Not I'm not saying it's a great... Fuck. Do you know about Lake Okeechobee? No. I've heard of it. You've heard of it? Yeah, it's in Florida. Guess what? You do... Both of you dipshits do your own. We're now, the three of us, we're the ones running this shit now. You lake people, get the hell out of here. I don't even believe this. 
because I don't know what fucking Lake Aka Faka is yeah. or whatever the fuck you said. Yeah, you kick off me and Liam, the IQ of the show goes down by fucking eighty percent. Lake but, Okeechobee, and that's in Florida. And it's good. not. A I also great know lake, there's the Ohio River too. I, I've heard of that too. So and there it's you go. A pretty and it's a pretty good river at that. Oh, the best. So you know what? Mississippi. I and still Miss- know about the it. Mississippi is just up the highway from me. We, Liam and I, are cultured. You, not so much. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Got to go to culture I, school. My. <laughs> Who teaches that? Boy George? Well, not you, obviously. <laughs> Maybe in Ohio, in the bathroom. Good. In the bathroom. You're going to well, make me cry. Well, nobody <laughs> wants bet to really you hurt would you. too. <laughs> let's go ahead let's start off the round table all right everybody has been given the topics here let's talk a little bit about big e big e is obviously now your wwe champion he has knocked off bobby lashley i want to first start off by this what's your thoughts on big e beating champion do you think that it's uh, about time do you think it's overdue or do you think eh, the time has kind of passed we'll first first go to the button I think it's fantastic. Uh, Big E's been around for a while. He's over like Rover. Why not give him a chance? Give him a rub. See what comes of it. New Day's huge. Everybody loves him. He's a solid performer. Lashley's no hell. I'm not saying he's a bum, but he's nothing fantastic. I think Big E with the belt is fantastic. I like it. Let's go ahead and let's uh, throw it on over to Reed Rothschild. Uh, what is your take on this, Reed, about Big E being the champion? Obviously, there have been some comments from Booker T as well. We'll get to those. But what's your overall thoughts on him being the champion? Are you are you digging it? Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't really watched anything. I saw him win the title. And, uh, you know, he he it's like I said, said last week, he deserves it. And uh, this coming from Booker T, who has some kind of, you know, crazy opinions sometimes, which I can appreciate because so do I. But, you know. He he was also the guy that went around being King Booker, right. you know, doing the fake, the really terrible English accent, which made it great. But, you know, like he doesn't really have any anything to say about it. So it doesn't it's no there's no definition of a champion. You have to be this way or that way. You can be goofy if you're a champion. It Like that doesn't mean you can't be goofy. But, you know, when it comes down to like fight or flight, he's going to get serious, obviously. So it's it's OK. It's not the end of the world. Let's go ahead and let's turn to Anton. What's your thoughts? I mean, you know, Big E's now the champion. People were clamoring for this years ago, um, arguably when New Day was at its peak. Now, no offense to New Day. They're clearly not at their peak at this point. I mean, but they're still a fan favorite. What's your take on this, and how long do you think this will run? A minute, I hope, because he deserves it. Like, on the aspect of he's put his time in, he's not a bad worker, etc., you know, shit, Lashley's been around a lot longer than he has, and if you ask me which one's more entertaining, I'm actually going to say Big E by leaps and bounds, both promo-wise, character, nuance, etc., and the actual work. I like Big E a lot fucking better, so I'm all for it. As for the serious thing, yes and no. You know, fuck, look at Foley. You know, like the Mankind era in between the Schizo Mankind and Mick Foley, you know, just Mick Foley before the Commissioner era. He was goofy, but over and fucking serious when need be. Mr. Socko, not serious, but along the same lines. You can fucking be over and be goofy. You can. You just got to do it right. 
Britster, um, are you a, a big fan of the New Day in just in general? Well, yeah. You know, if I was starting a company, I would want them because look at the merchandise revenue they made. And, you know, for Book, uh, Booker T saying that, you know, he wants Big E to make, take the role serious. Why? You know, he, he's doing all the press releases, all the interviews now, you know, with the championship, you know, and he's being himself. Isn't that what everybody and their gimmick is supposed to be themselves? Just turned way, way, you know, a thousand percent. And Biggie's doing, you know, just being him. That's what got him there. That's what got him over. Why would you turn your back and, and do something different? Are you guys all in agreement that it was time for Bobby Lashley, obviously, to no longer be champion? Do you think behind the scenes they were seeing aspects of it not working as well as they had wished it? Uh, Liam, you're shaking your head no. So kind of no. touch upon your feelings on that. Everybody had been praising him. Uh he wasn't getting the same praise as Roman Reigns because he's been doing a fucking bang-up job. Mm-hmm. It, but but uh, Lashley, you know, credible champion, finally gets his due after so many years and in his 40s and everything, and he's still doing the best work of his career. And he's, uh, he's delivering. And I didn't see why they needed to derail that just yet. He was very dominant. But at the same time, it's okay sometimes to throw a surprise out there. I mean, they kind of ruined a little bit because Big E announced he was going to, you know, cash in. He called his shot, whatever. But, you know, I, I, I personally, I would have left it on Lashley for a little bit longer, maybe a couple more months. But, you know, that's just me. This is clearly not a topic tonight, but I want to ask you this question. And I know a lot of people say, no, 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 this is not why this happened. Do you feel like any of this, are you in camp a lot of this was long-term planning on WWE's port part, or do you feel like you're on the other side of reactionary, reactionary, reactionary? We need to stir the pot. We need to mix things up here because we are going against something that we need to be more on our game and we need to be more fresh. Let's first take it to the butt. So are you in camp reactionary? Are you in camp? Nah, this is stay the course. I was reactionary for sure. They see where things are going. Uh, NXT's taking the shit. Uh, from everything I, I read, ratings for WWE are no hell. They're realizing that there are other people, other promotions, we'll say, that are nipping at their heels. Now, it's a reactionary thing. They're, they're, they're just trying to hot shot it, get a little bit of attention, a little bit of buzz. It's Surely hot shot and it reacted and that's it. Anton, let me ask you this question. I know you wanted to jump right in here. See, you know what? As a seasoned person, I know who's ready to talk next. Um, reactionary or was some of this kind of in the works? Because I mean, obviously you could you could argue both sides. So I can't tell you the last thing that I think WWE actually did that's long-term booking of, like, any form. Like, at all for fucking a long-ass time at this point. I think a lot of what they're doing is very reactionary at this moment. And part of that is definitely with these conference calls that, you know, especially when Vince is like, mm, not competition, not competition, not competition. The only time he ever mentioned something not being competition is when he's pissed off and annoyed and something's biting at his heels. Other Ooh. than that, 
he always ignores. If he's winning, he ignores everything. So it's all fucking reactionary at this point. It is. And they haven't had ratings this low since, what, 94, 95? Six, early 97 before the Attitude Era kicked in? Like, we're very much on that level of, oh, fuck, this is bad. They're they're pulling one fours, one fives. I think they've topped out at about a one seven right now, which for them is not where they're used to be. This is very much uncharted waters. Uh, Ritster jumping here on this one. The numbers are still beating AEW. Let's be honest. Overall numbers are still. Now, ever since this new war, if you want to call it that, People been focusing more on the demographics, the 18 to 49, where it seems to be a lot more competitive in that range. But the, the viewership just playing straight by the numbers, WWE is still winning. Do you feel like that is something they will still hold the edge over long term? Or do you think that gap is going to close even more? Uh, I'm thinking the gap's going to close just because, like, Tony Khan has a small one up on Vince because Tony's getting these former WWE guys that already have a fan base, you know, from their indie days, from WWE days to, Hey, they're coming back. They're able to wrestle. They're on AEW. So they're going to go over and watch them where Vince has to either a do what he's been doing and pull back old timers that people just aren't, aren't wanting to see anymore or make new stars, which he can't really do that well. So AEW, in my opinion, is going to close the gap a little bit quicker because they're able to pull the, the old WWE viewers back to even, even just check, check it out every now and then. I like it. Liam, you're going to get the final word on this before we go to some questions from the chat, but um, you know, your final thoughts on this whole concept of, reactionary with some of this plan that we just don't give WWE enough credit for. A lot of times I feel like, and I'm guilty of this, we shit on WWE and, or we don't give them the benefit of the doubt. And they've been the longest show in town. I mean, they are the Walt Disney of all this. And you do have to give credit for uh, longevity. Where do you think this falls on the scale of planned or reactionary? Uh, The there's not much planning going on these days from what I can tell, just from everything I see, except for Roman Reigns. He's the gold standard right now. And everything else, it seems like they're just trying to throw things at the wall to see what sticks. I mean, you know, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing that they put it on Big E. I just think it probably wouldn't have been the way I did it, but that's okay. Uh, but I mean, in, in other aspects they realize that the wednesday night war things well war you know quote unquote is over so they have redone nxt and you know they're starting from scratch on that got some great talent there uh like rick steiner's son holy shit that guy's gonna be a fucking massive star but he looks great yeah he's fucking excellent but you know you just you just have to look at it like are they that worried right now yeah, I think so. But if they can just kind of stay the course, like, you know, George W. or George Bush, I guess. So. If they can stay the course and just try to, <laughs> you know, start building more and more, and eventually people start to notice. But if they're just doing a little reactionary things, hot shotting, 
that's going to be a big problem, and we've seen it happen to a lot of promotions in the past. A lot of comparisons have been made from AEW to WCW. Oh, they keep bringing these guys yep. in. It was the same formula that, that Eric Bischoff did with WCW. The fact that WCW ignored the fact that they're quote-unquote homegrown guys from the power plant and the cruiserweights and the guys that eventually became huge stars in WWE could have had that opportunity in WCW but never got the shot because they were focusing more on the older guys. Do we all agree that Tony Khan's probably not going to do that long-term? He may highlight some of these guys in the beginning, but long-term, it's going to be the guys who are going to take them the next 10, 15 years? To be determined, right? I mean, you know, like no, nobody can see in the future, but I mean, the, well, the I, way it's... Go ahead. Go ahead. But when you think about guys like, let's say, Christian Cage, for example, right? Christian's not going to be around very long. Daniel no. Bryant said his full-time uh, in-ring is going to be maybe three years. Um, obviously, he has other things that he wants to do. So those are two guys who are not going to be long-term. Mark Henry's right. not going to get in the ring. God willing, Paul White doesn't get back in the ring again. So there's no real need to, to put him into the consideration. But Punk, do I think Punk will be around long-term? Mm, maybe Maybe not really. The only guy I think could be a long-term sustainable thing would be Adam Cole. And Adam Cole is already, what, 32 years old? So when we say long-term, it eh, take that with a grain of salt. How long-term do we really think it's going to be? It depends on how um, his bump card. I agree. I mean, I would say five years <laughs> tops. The Bucks said they want to be done by the age 40. And the Bucks are, what, in their early 30s now, right around Adam Cole's age? So I thought a little older. Maybe a little older, maybe the 34 or so, but hopefully the 39. That'd be great. Oh, it'd be so good. You're terrible. You're absolutely terrible. <clears throat> and, um, and, and Freeland, speaking of, of what you're saying about Christian putting people over, yeah, I know it's not really big on this podcast, but in my opinion, Christian Cage is, is, is going to sit there and put uh, Josh Alexander over and make him the face of Impact Wrestling. I think that would be tremendous. Uh-huh. I do. I think that would be tremendous. I think if they could uh, groom Josh Alexander to be the next world champion for that company, that would be the best move they could possibly do. Maybe not give it to him in the first match, but it's always about the chase, right? The chase is what builds somebody up. And then once they get the win, boom, it's like the cork goes out of the wine bottle or the champagne bottle. That's when you have it. But you do not want to lose Josh Alexander. He is the guy who's going to take things to the next level, I think. I mean, he could be in the ring with a Kenny. I absolutely would love to see that. And and, and I sit there and love how Impact does stuff a little bit differently. Where if you guys seen the promo with him and you know Christian in the ring, where he sits there and puts up his belt and says Option C, where you relinquish the title but you get that opportunity. Right. And the and those matches that he had put on, defending that X Division title against the caliber and the talent. Those were those were amazing matches. D- didn't we often see that situation also when uh, when Hogan was in TNA, where he was the commissioner, where if you were the X division champ, you could forfeit the belt to go ahead and get a heavyweight championship match. That was almost the briefcase, if you will. And then, so I guess in some way that kind of still exists. Uh, Anton, jump in on this. Austin Aries. Austin Aries would be the original main of options C. Also, one of the Bucks was born in 89. The other was born in 85. So one's like 36, one's like 32. Wow. So, Look at that. Answer for that. So just 
you know, just to contribute to the conversation. So no, you know, I love it. So uh, <laughs> how is that going to work and, out? But, yeah, it, um, with one being older than the other. Eh? Yeah, most people forget that one actually is older than the other, kind of like Matt and Jeff. So, yeah, eh? you know, in, in their case, it's not like Matt and Jeff, where Jeff was definitely the more over one. The breaks right. run neck and neck. <laughs> Neither one of them actually is a standout single star. Where Matt was definitely the better worker, Jeff got more of a fucking crowd reaction. So, it's that type thing. Um, eh, but. I really think Christian is truly going to do the Terry Funk role. I think that's what a lot of these dudes need to do and are going to do if they're doing business right. It's not about them. This isn't WCW. Jericho will probably bitch about that if that were to fucking happen. TK knows enough shit. Hopefully that doesn't happen. You know, use the old guys to make the new guys because that's the only thing you can actually do that works. Granted, you can't make a crowd buy it, but that's the only way this actually moves forward. Otherwise, we're fucked. Um, I wonder if they could rebrand themselves the Middle Age Bucks at some point. Maybe. Well, Nick Jackson's hairline <laughs> is already going that way, so. Yeah, hey, yeah I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you on that one. Um, right. I it's will like my say. my brother. I, but. <laughs> That was true. completely out of nowhere. <laughs> it's true. It's like on my brother's hair. It's crazy. I will say between the two, I'm more of a Matt fan, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, Mitchie Blaze did throw something there and, you know, talking about <sighs> people who are considered free agents right now. And obviously Andrade being in AEW. Would you bring in Rick to manage him? Or do you think, let's say even before... Are Last you fucking Wednesday night. high? I'm just asking the question. There are people who think yes. that a Ric Flair and Drade would be a good combination. Let's go ahead and let's start off with the ass man. What's your take on that? No. Rick needs to be put out the pasture. Especially now. I mean, I'm not going down this road. I'm not getting dragged into the dark side of the ring conversation. You don't bring Rick in. Especially, goddamn well sure you don't bring them in now. Even previous to that, why? Andrade doesn't need the Ric Flair rub. Just move on. Rick's 99 years old. Fuck. Just, just let him go. Just let's go. Carry on. I, I agree. He's 99 years old. Wasn't there a song, 99 Reasons or something like that? problems. Yes. But, but a, a bitch, bitch ain't one. one. There you go. And Rick ain't one. <laughs> Let's go ahead and let's throw it on over to uh, the Rit. Rit, what's your thoughts about that? I mean, obviously, clearly it, it's not going to happen now since last Wednesday night has happened. Um, but, we, I mean, in general, is there any value to bringing somebody in like Rick? I mean, just from a business standpoint, does he push tickets? Does he push no. merchandise at this stage? Or do you think that's so nostalgia, but even that wears off? No. Uh, Andrade... He is so well spoken on the mic. He is over. He doesn't need. He doesn't need Rick. You bring in a manager or a valet to enhance the talent that you're trying to get over, like Paul Heyman with Roman, Paul Heyman with Brock. Andrade can talk. He doesn't need Rick. He Rick will just be there getting a paycheck, and Tony Khan doesn't need to sit there and and uh, give him any money. That it, it's it's just a just a waste of expense. Andrade's over by himself. 
even though he's got shafted since he's come over because he only had uh, Liam and my what two matches? Two matches. Two, yeah. two matches since yeah. he's been signed. Yep. And it, it's it's a shame, and most of it's not his fault. No. But you know he's he doesn't need the the Ric Flair rub. Maybe down in Triple A when they had that match, that match called for you know a Ric Flair rub, but not up here in the states. Well, they don't call that that that's not that's not just. I don't think they call Ric Flair right now and say, "Hey, we really could use someone like you." Because we think you could enhance someone like Andrade. No, there's no point to that. So, last uh, last words on this, we're going to throw it to uh, Anton. Comment. Boog made the best comment. It's hard to have nostalgia for Ric Flair because he never actually went away. That, Ooh. Like, he just fucking hit the nail on the head right there in the group chat. Like, that's as great as Ric Flair has been. It's everything he's done for the business, etc. He, he's never went away, so you can't miss him to to let him do the nostalgia thing. He's never gone away to actually do that, so it does not work out, you know, because there's never that want, that need of, oh man, I miss the old shit because he's never went away, other than like what, not even eighteen months between the closing of WCW and when he came to WWE. That's it. Well, when he was when he was at, with the loss of Bischoff, right? But he when he was in the hospital with uh, his whole situation, um, he was away for things for a while. Yeah, but but, I, but that's, that was that's different. Last, yeah, but that's the last decade. Right. Yes, that's I'm talking like grand scheme wrestling wise. Oh no, hasn't not, been gone no, at all. You know, short of the, short of the business. Yeah, he's never went away from the business. He's had health issues, etc. But it's you know, it's fucked up. But. I think Boog is right. You know, we don't get the nostalgia with Rick because he never actually went away. And as for the rest of the shit, I don't want to touch it with a 40 foot pole. <laughs> you take, take the pun there. You know, I, I don't want to touch this shit. Uh, cancel culture fucking sucks. You know, there's a reason HR departments exist nowadays. And there is a reason why for the longest time wrestling didn't have one. It, I'm not condoning anything. It's fucked up. You know, but yeah, like PJ said on the documentary, if you took the alcohol carts away, Ric Flair would have thrown like two grand at you and went, give me that. Right. So, I, man, I'm leaving all of this the fuck be. But yeah, no, I, AEW doesn't need to bring him in even beforehand. No, just fucking stop. I love the, the comment about you can't be nostalgic of someone if they've never left. So you have no reason to long for them because they've always been around. Excellent, that. excellent, excellent. I love it. Boogster, excellent comment on that. Um, here's something that I found to be really, really interesting. Did you want to make one last comment? That's Anybody? You sure? Yeah, no, sure. Make comment. Go ahead. Uh, it, I don't know. It, I, I, it's nothing big. It's just like I, I don't want to see him go to AEW regardless before Wednesday right. or after Wednesday just because – Unless you're doing a cameo thing where it's just like a little four horseman reunion, which wouldn't happen anyways, because him and Arn don't speak anymore. Which then, is sad. Yeah, it's, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, apart from that, give him a payday, fine, but you're just bringing him in. you are just got another salary to take care of, yep. of something that's disposable and probably won't get over very well. It'll be okay for a week, and that's about it. Otherwise, you, who cares? 
And you're giving more people reason to say WCW 2.0. Another right. reason for someone to say it. Good point. Yep. Point well made. Uh, Brian Danielson talks about why that AEW is not using the final countdown song. So many people believed once he came in and made an appearance that, and this is includes this guy who told me on the phone that the final countdown would be the song that he would come out to. And yes, that was the song he used on the indies. However, it was discovered that the price, uh, and this is just being ballparked right now, was somewhere in the it was like a hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand dollars, but you can only use it ten it times a year. Ten times 20 a year. Times. Twenty times. Was it twenty? I thought I, I seen ten. Either way, you have a limited amount of time you can use it. <laughs> what's what's the official uh what's the official answer here? Is it ten or twenty? Whatever happened to that guy that used to be in That's our Twitch name. channel all the time? That was our stats man. Was it the guy that was in the hotel looking for the bucket of ice? Oh, fucking hell. Jim no, McMahon? no, that wasn't Jim, Jim McMahon. McMahon. Is he still in the Urka hotel? Jerk? Was it Urka Jerk? Was no. it Urka Jerk? I don't know. He hasn't but been in here but look, somebody go to the article and I'm let me know if, it. if, if it's still, if it's 10 or 20, regardless of what it is, it's 100 grand Either for way. a limited amount of times you could play it. Uh, according to... Daniel Bryant, uh, they would only let AEW play it like 20 times a year for or something like that for several hundred thousand dollars. Ooh, several hundred thousand. So it's not just a hundred, several hundred thousand. Yeah. It's a lot of money. I heard it was five. It's a lot of cash. That's a lot of yes. cash to play one song. It's a shitty song. song too. So. No, and it's a good song. It was, it was Jersey so, Devil. No, I, It was I Jersey an Devil? Okay. I have an answer for this. Yes. ECW so fan says it's not worth it. Comes from this. So it comes from publishing, whoever owns the publishing rights to the music. Like, while, yep. so say I do something with someone, I own the publishing based on that I made the beat. They own half the publishing because they wrote and recorded the lyrics. Unless I do all of it, then I own all of it. Mm-hmm. So whoever publishes is something. It's not up to the band to give the rights. Like the Ruby Soho song with Rancid. They had to still go through their publishing company and who actually owns the rights to their music, etc., for this to be done they gave her a fair price gave tony khan a fair price that's why that got done same thing with in living color and cm punk the final countdown song is predominantly used in commercials nowadays so therefore they make shit tons of money off of it being licensed to commercials and that's why i was holding up this book a moment ago because that's part of how i know all this so uh it's a clusterfuck that is ridiculous that they want 500 grand for like 20 uses that's stupid. So, but uh, the Valkyrie song, the flight of the Valkyrie that they remixed into a trap, you know, rap, modern rap beat, that's public domain. It's like the happy birthday song. You can freely use it. At once something's been around 70 plus years plus the lifespan of the author, which is copyright law, it falls into public domain as long as no one stays on top of it. Mickey Mouse should be public domain, but because Disney stays on top of it, it'll never happen. Same concept. So, if you're ever wanting to uh, play a Mickey Mouse song, and uh, better be damn careful about that. That's or all I got. Or uses image, anything like that. Right. <laughs> or anything like that. I don't see I, you I was, doing that. Not a problem. All right! <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a, uh, to a podcast the other day, and I don't remember exactly who it was, but it was uh, it was a wrestling podcast. But the person was saying they were trying to acquire rights for, like, I don't know, like an ACDC song 
mm-hmm. uh, for a promo or something, or something just to be licensed on an event. And apparently they asked for about a half million dollars. Damn. So, you know what? If And it doesn't, it's like, it's like Anton was saying, it doesn't necessarily mean it was ACDC. It could have been, say, like Warner Chapel. That's the publisher of Warner Music. Now, mm-hmm. if like Europe, who did the song The Final Countdown, great song, by the way, if they happen to say, you know, okay, it's it's going through a bunch of other people, whatever. <laughs> if they, if it's going through a bunch of other people and there's all these other people that are going for the song, they're going to be like, okay, well, what can you offer us? And it's like, okay, well, we're going to play it 20 times a year. Yeah, but here's the price tag. It's like that for a lot of different publishers. And if you get lucky, maybe you get the Ruby Soho deal where Rancid, uh, I guess it was through Epitaph probably, was the distributor, and then they just said, "Okay, that's fine." But it's 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 sometimes it's a slog just to get that. So she got lucky with that, and unfortunately, Brian Danielson won't get that. So, you know what I thought was interesting is when you listen to the Young Bucks song, it almost sounds like um, is it the ACDC song Thunder? Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Thunder? Yep. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. It sound the beginning of it. It sounds like that in the beginning, but I'm sure that probably wasn't the intent. But it, it's, it does. It's about the only, yeah, it's about the only good thing they they have, basically. So, so. But you, but you are a big fan of that. the Young Bucks, right? Did Did it I, sound like I said that? I, it sounds like you hold a super kick party at your house each and every Wednesday night. Is that accurate? Is that an accurate? Yeah, statement? I mean, the the praise I have for Balding Buck and Pie Face Buck is just fucking <laughs> through the roof, man. Holy shit. Oh my god. I can't. I can't. Oh, I can't do this. Yeah, dude, really. I can't. I can't. I can't. But let's throw it to butt live right now. Where yeah. is where is Liam on the color scale after that last comment? Oh <laughs> you know, he's actually not I don't think he's in a red zone because he not wasn't quite. angry. Thank you. They're yelling. Me, eh, 60-40. Yeah. Not out of control yet. Is he the color of your wall? He seems... Is he somewhere <laughs> yeah. between the yellow and the red? Yeah. Is he orange? Home Depot orange? Yeah. He's yeah. Sure. No, oh my God. He's, oh my God. he's not losing his Can shit. We get a balding yet. buck research. Balding buck. Holy shit. I thought I said balding buck. butt. I'm like, fuck you, I got a full head in here. <laughs> On your butt? <laughs> I said butt, not butt. I said butt, Holy shit. not butt, motherfucker. Oh, my God. That's tremendous. I love it. Very it's good. Brother pie face. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to you later on the show for more updates. Holy crap. Um, Drop pie? Drop pie. Yes. Very Drop much pie, done. yeah. Smash stepped Drop on. And... Oh, All right. Like so you. Face like a can of smashed assholes. There you go. Let's move on to this one. Netflix is releasing a trailer uh, about the escape from The Undertaker. It's going to be interactive film that people are going to be able to go on a journey on. They're going to be a part of the story itself. It is going to be about The Undertaker inside a big haunted mansion. He has set up all these booby traps to uh, try to throw off The New Day, who's going to be the ones who are going to be starring in it. Uh, first of all, the in- the article was interesting, but I'd love to know what your comments are. Let's first throw it to the Ritzter. Uh, what, what's your take on this uh, joint endeavor between WWE and Netflix with 
The Undertaker. First, this kind of reminds me of one of those trailers. Remember those books where if you sit there and you, you read so far and then it gives you three options? Yeah, and it says you, turn to what page if you exactly. want to do this? Yes. It kind of reminds me of that. And then Vince kind of reminds me of, shit, I got to get more money. Let's sell them something. Uh, and it makes absolutely no sense and people aren't going to watch because it's Netflix. So it, I it's disagree. I, I why is Undertaker for as mu- much money as that man made over his career and saved? Why is he lowering himself besides the fact that Vince calls him and he beckons? I, I feel like I'm gonna throw it to Anton M O N E Y. I mean, at the end of the day, he will make himself a caricature of what he once right. was if Vince will give him the right amount of money. Now, in the chat, I mean, if you guys are, uh, I don't know how you feel about this in the chat, sound off and let me know what your thoughts are. Are you going to be tuning into this? I I may just tune in for the simple fact that I am curious, but Anton, what's your thoughts on this? um, And what's your thoughts on how many people will legitimately, eh, okay, I'll turn it on. I will watch it at least once just to watch it from what I've heard. Other than Rit and his pop-up book idea, basically, because I did think of that as well. It, uh, I mean, that's, that's what it makes me think of. It reminds me of Scooby Doo. Like every bit of what I heard about the description before Ruh-roh. we discussed today, when I read it online, I was like, "So it's a fucking New Day Scooby Doo and Undertaker movie?" Because that—that's what the fuck I took it as. I was like, "Okay, Shaggy." Ruh-roh. So he just—it is what it is. It's licensing. It's money for Taker. But it is a little sad considering where we're at and where he's at. He doesn't need the fucking money. But again, good licensing deal. There's no telling what Netflix fucking paid the old man and therefore what the old man paid Taker. That's that's the answer at the end of the day. Fair enough. Let's go and have thrown over to uh, Mr. Omega himself. By the way, that shirt is fantastic. Um, what what are your thoughts on this? The uh, the Scooby Doo Undertaker New Day. House of Horror match, whatever you want to call it. It's interesting. Um, I'll watch it just out of curiosity. Uh, why not do it? You're trying to attract new fans. You know, you're on Netflix. Netflix is kind of a big deal. You know, if you can just attract a couple new fans from being on there, people that generally wouldn't watch wrestling to draw some people in. I don't think it's a bad thing. And for regards to saying it's sad, the Undertaker is doing it. Why? He's got a chance to make some cash. Wouldn't you? I would. No, I, I don't. don't care I, if, yeah, I could have I 100 mil in the bank. Hey, we're going to give you another mil. Cool. I don't care. It's money. Yeah, but we hold on a second. But. Let's think about this, but you have $100 million. You have the most state-of-the-art woodworking uh extravaganza in your basement but hell you probably have your own separate building to do all your stuff you're working you're retired you're relaxed do you really want to be bothered do you really honestly want to be bothered by this why not if you still have the passion for it why wouldn't you i I don't think this is terrible i don't see what the issue is they're trying to to open up to some to a new audience they're going the netflix route that I don't think it's ever really been explored by WWE. You know, Undertaker's still got a huge name. You're having the New Day on it, who, no biggie, just became champion. You know, I think it's brilliant. 
honestly, I don't have an issue with it in the least. Reed Rothschild, I want to get your take on this one. Do you feel like this should have been happening on Peacock? Why Netflix? Why at all? Well, I, I mean, in, no, it, 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 it's just, it's just, be right back. It's just kind of, I don't know. It's for the kiddies, I guess, or something. I, I, I don't get it. I, you know, if they're all getting paydays out of it, that's great. I mean, like, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of neutral on it. It's like, whatever. I mean, like, is AEW going to come out with one about like Kenny Omega and how he does like, you know, how to do like, you know, promos and all that and how he does like breathy promos and how to do an instructional video for that and how he prances around in the ring and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe they will. Something to look forward to in the future, right? It's strutting and it's not prancing. It's prancing and it's the jazz hands. Here, I've got this for us. Okay, so let's check this out. This should be interesting, everybody. Let's let's watch this. I'm studying the dark arts and uncovered many unnatural forces, but none compare to the urn's powers. Hello, excuse me, uh, Undertaker. It's your boys, the New Day. My urn loves to consume the souls of the good. We want to add the power of the urn to the power of positivity because then we'd be unstoppable. What I tell you, Uncle Taylor! My urn will force you to confront your deepest, darkest fear. Who has a morgue in their house? I mean, it is The Undertaker. That's just wrong. It's Undertaker's fog. I ain't touching it. All right. It's fine. See? Are you brave enough to wield my urn? The choice is yours. All you gotta do is join me. You think you're brave enough? To face more fear. The choice is yours. If you want the urn, you're gonna have to go through me. Okay, if he would have said, I want to play a game, that would have been the same thing. Did you see the glass box on the head? No. Has anybody seen the Saw movies? Anybody seen? I own all oh, yeah. of them. No. Yeah. That it kind of had a. It kind of had. No, I like them. It kind of had a Saw feel to it in a way. Uh, like in a Disney Saw way, yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, kind yeah. of not knockoff in a way. Uh, kind of not good. Yeah. Kind of not good. What? You, hold on. I thought you were going to be doing the Sammy Guevara. Well, it's got dominoes. Like... Looks like he's got yeah, dominoes. That's what I was waiting on. This is why I said be right back. I had fucking pizza on the way. <laughs> So you missed that. You missed that whole complete. Uh, we watched the trailer. Well, I've seen the trailer recently. I looked it up the other day, so I knew I wasn't missing anything. I agree with the saw comment. Saw comment you are. It reminds me of a fucked up kid version of Saw. It does. It does, and it's just like really. I'm kind of confused, like how interactive it's going to be. Doesn't take is, much. Is there going to be like live voting to where the most votes goes to the? 
I think they filmed every they single a, possible scenario, and yeah. I think you and pick they, like, it you on your they screen. Did something with like Bird Box. Correct. They've already filmed every single possible option. When you go on, when you're watching it with your TV remote, you can pick, stick it in his eye, stick it in his ass, whatever it may be. Stick it in his ass? You you pick Free whatever the option is. What the heck are you That's watching? That's a Kenny Omega movie, I think. Wow, you, you're Those are 1995. No, that wasn't 1995. It was four years later. Who can tell me the year? I love it. <laughs> Don't do this when the poor guy's God eating damn it, food. Mike we are going to be the cause of someone's death. Huh. We have the dark well, side of the FRM. Tired jokes. It's not tired jokes. Because if someone mentions a year, no. I'm going to have to throw out the year that you no, said not you were going to change the world of wrestling. I didn't say I was going to change the world of wrestling. Oh, I said I was sure going to train in 99, and then Rick Baker over there fucking choked on his uh, fucking drink. Oh, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> no, uh-huh. pizza, but yeah. Yeah. Fucking Whatever. Rick Baker's fault. Uh-huh. Rick Baker. Wow. <laughs> That's a t-shirt right there. Ooh. Rick Baker? Ooh. Yeah. Rick Baker. Those. Rick Baker's one. And what was the other one? The Young Buck shirt. Pie face and uh, balding. balding. Yeah. Buck. My yeah. God. Oh, or 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 the one uh, Matt Jackson. I think they called him. Uh, who was it? Cornette called him Road Warrior Buck at one point because he would try to get all amped up and, <laughs> and just get all fucking jazzed up and get all his energy. And he was like, "Oh, he's like in the Road Warriors, but he's like a third of their size." So, well, if you want to get all jazzed up, you can always go ahead and start drinking what the Rit drinks. <laughs> Rit, what do you like to drink all the time that gets you all pumped up? Uh, tonight I'm drinking water now. Shut, jackass! You're supposed Fuck to go. Yeah. You're supposed oh, to go awesome. to the your product and, and plug the wrestler too. The Rock's great drink, Zoa. Oh Lord! Oh, he needs to plug this, so that's good that you plugged him. He needs was, the money. I, yeah, exactly. Let's let's make the rich richer. And I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about Davy Bang. Whoa! Wait, wait. First off, we don't need to talk about Davy Bang because me and the uh, brand new inquired executive producer. Uh, had a little talk about somebody cutting Davy Bang's interview out of the Dan Barry week. Terrible, terrible thing, what? terrible tragedy that had happened, but bestowed upon <laughs> Davy Bang. Um, but you still drink this, the product, don't you? No, I'll, that was a one time thing. I thought uh, you liked it. I thought you liked no, Bang Energy that, Drink. No, that, that was just for that night with Davy Bang. Does is that anybody an American else, thing or something? Does anybody else drink, drink Bang Energy? Let's go ahead and let's throw it over to uh, the Italian man, Mario. Tell us what you're. Uh, you how do you drink it? That's Luigi. So, uh, Luigi. I end up drinking Rain more than I end up drinking Bang, but because work has them both, the Rains are typically cold. The Bangs aren't. But it's an energy drink without sugar, and it has creatine in it, so it's actually great for a workout. And it's funny that you make the Luigi, Luigi joke because I have the yeah. fucking Mario stars attacking uh, motherfuckers. See, because I do my research and I know things. Love it. You know what creatine does to you, Anton? Uh, it's steroids without the dick side effects. Yeah, and it makes it's you lose like your hair. Weight. It makes you lose your hair. So, well, see, I don't well, take it. I don't take creatine, and I only drink these fuckers. Hold on, Anton, take off your hat. You're never going to lose his hair. Look at his hair. He's genetically gifted when it comes to hair. Whoa, what happened to the big flop? uh, So I wanted it all to be even so I could (laughs) do it. Make that every night. You officially can can sit and spin. 
put your wanger between that gap. Good God. Let's Bro. go. Whoa. So the flap is gone. I love the, the flap was cool. Yeah. It'll be back. It'll be back because I go back to that hairstyle periodically. Like when so, I don't know what else to do, I'll start with Mohawk and then the top just comes back. It all needed to be even. And this <laughs> is how. So Mikey and his comment about balding and hair dye. Don't strip and dye it every two weeks. Don't bleach it every two weeks. Periodically lose a hair versus hair match. Shave the shit and let it grow back. And then you can keep your hair and not be bald. I promise. Yeah, I'm not a wrestler, so I'm not going to be in a match. Hey, you're, you're definitely not a wrestler. <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my god. You could have been, but shit just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, 22 years ago. Oh fuck, I fucked it up. God damn it. Yeah, Frog me. Go fold a box. All right. Go so let's move box. on. Very let's good. let's go to our next topic here. Fox is going to be airing WWE's King of the Ring special. So my big question to all of you guys is I want you to tell me your favorite King of the Ring moment. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be who won the King of the Ring. Don't give me that look, Lake Ontario, okay? Geography, man. You don't We're... even know where the fuck Lake Ontario is. And I don't even care either. Let me ask you this question. What was your favorite King of the Ring moment, match? What would you? What was your fondest memory of King of the Ring? Stone Cold. Okay. Isn't that everybody's answer? Maybe no. not necessarily. Well, they're wrong. Yes and no. Yes wow. and no. Wow, or they're wrong. What butt's getting ballsy right here? I tell you what, let's throw it over to uh the Ritster. Rit has probably something that's different. Rit, what's your favorite King of the Ring moment? Uh, my favorite was uh when Owen won King of the Ring because that that separated him from Brett finally, and yes, he became the Blackheart, the sole survivor. Woo! And man, that was just the, that was probably one of my best King of the Ring memories. Like everybody's gonna take the Austin 316, but Man, that that moment of Owen winning finally separated him from his brother. I agree with that. Let me throw it on over to Reed. Um, what's your favorite King of the Ring moment uh, or King of the Ring match or anything King of the Ring related? Uh, when Mabel won. That was fucking amazing. So good. Such an nice uh, Hey, well, you know, there wasn't a lot of good uh, memories, really, when you think about it, except for the Stone Cold one, because that was a shitty pay-per-view except for Stone Cold winning and dropping his famous promo. And other than that, everybody's going to say, was it Mick Foley against Undertaker with Hell in a Cell? But, I mean, if you really look back at it, it's painful to watch, and it's not really a great memory. It's just like, holy fuck, this guy's going to die. So, (laughs) And it's like, oh, or or I could pick Mr. Ass winning. Great. Like, there's no good memories from King of the Ring. Fuck it. I love your last comment. Holy fuck, someone's going to die. Yeah. Um, I'd like to ask. Okay, let's throw it over to Anton. Uh, what's your What's your favorite King of the Ring moment? Three. three. That's fantastic. Oh so, boy. Oh, this will take yeah, a well, fucking. I have hour. a valid reason. For <laughs> oh my god, he's <laughs> not going to MC the no, situation. Agree, but <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with but Austin because it's Austin. I agree with fucking Liam because like when people are like, "Oh, wrestling's not real," the first thing I go is, "You want to see a car crash?" And I show them that. And I explained. Oh, I thought you meant this Mabel. Wasn't supposed to happen. This was. This was. <laughs> so, my other one though is a uh, Shane and Kurt Angle at King of the Ring. I mm-hmm. love that shit. Yeah, Shane that was Kurt Angle almost fucking dies. Yes, that you've was. You've never bad. seen that? Go no. watch that motherfucker, dude. Hold on, you've go never seen it. Go watch that motherfucker. Really? 
I wasn't watching, watching it then. You I stopped watching because you were training in '99. Fuck your hat. I was match for me. I was wa- I I stopped watching uh, WWE uh, probably or like after WrestleMania 14 because it was just what, it just got. I was watching me? ECW and that's it. Nice. Because because WWE went shit then. The Attitude Era is fucking terrible. Anyways. The attitude era. The attitude is... era is great promo wise. It's shitty yes. in ring work. Yes, I yes. agree. That's what I meant. Uh, so go, uh, watch, go watch this match. You will fucking love it. You like seriously meh. go into no, it's it, like, no, it's, no, it's good. Shit. It's good go, match. Yeah, but it's it looks like match. it's gonna be like another death match or something. No. Like they just use like high it's spots not. just to. It's not. With no. through like glass no. and shit. It's, like it's, I don't know. The, gla- the glass is worked into and it's done in a very tasteful way, as much as putting someone through glass can be. It's not. I love the way you just said that. It, Hold on. You pause and you made that so eloquent. It tastefully. It's so tastefully done. It, as tasteful as putting it's someone through glass can, can be. Through glass. Yeah, I as an overhead. Bruce's comments like. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's, it's, it's as tasteful as an overhead German through glass, which didn't break at first, apparently, but it took like three times to do a German through it or something. Like, holy fuck, man. So I can explain that because I love, uh, I've heard Bruce's comment on the episode about it. So they lacquered the fucking panes of glass. They used the right type of glass. They used sugar glass. But once they used sugar glass, they had to lacquer it with some form of primer, gloss, whatever. And when they did, the guy who was the production assistant double-layered it so that the pyro, when the pyro went off, it wouldn't shatter. When they did that, it strengthened the glass. So he's trying his ass off to throw fucking Shane through this. And he does get him through with the suplex. But then he can't get him through back through the other way. So he eventually just throws him fucking through it. And apparently Vince was literally going ballistic backstage on Bruce. Going, God damn it, Bruce, stop this shit. Someone needs to fucking stop this. That's my son. Like, you know, that's not good shit, pal. And... The following day, because they didn't speak afterwards, Vince eventually tells Bruce, next time I'm like that, pal, you just need to talk me off a ledge. You've known me long enough. You just need to tell me I'm wrong and knock the fuck off and calm down. And he's like, what the? I fucking tried. There was no doing that in this situation. Bruce even told the referee to tell them to fucking stop and get back in the ring because that spot wasn't working and they ignored it. So, like, watch this fucking match. You, you have, <laughs> you have to watch match. this. It's worth watching. All right, so since we all gave our opinions, I want to ask a question, and whoever gets the answer right, let's see who can do this. So the King of Ring actually started back in 1985. Um, obviously, Seven. it wasn't as highlighted as it was before. Well, I have right here the history, the WWE history right here. Are you going by the one that was in Hamilton? So in 90, 1985, Don Morocco won. 1986, okay. Harley Race won. Who won in 87? Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Not Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Macho Man. Oh, Big John's dead. Big John's dead. Macho Man Randy Savage. Correct for what? Uh, the, what are you the talking about? Man. 1988. Who won that one? Big John's dead. Ted DiBiase. 1989. was Big John's dead. Big John's dead. 80, 89 was Tito. 90 was Big you John's dead. King of the Ring? Um, this is King of the Ring. Um, I never knew that. Yep. Uh, Bret Hart won at 91. And 92. Yep. Uh, yeah, he well, he's the first he, person to win it twice. 
so he beat IRS in the finals, and then he beat Bam Bam Bigelow in the finals. Oh. 1994 was oh, the King of Hearts, Owen Hart. And then obviously um, our favorite man, uh, Mabel won it in 1995. Oh, Interestingly yeah. enough, only four years after Liam would have changed the world of wrestling. Um, in 1996. That's five years, Mr. Math Genius. And you can, yeah. <laughs> 1996, it was Stone Cold. 97, it was. Ken Shamrock? Not Ken Shamrock, not 97. Oh, Bill, Billy Gunn. Triple nope. H. Yes. No, nope. Triple H. That very good. Fun. Who fun. won it in 1998? That was Ken. That was Ken. Shamrock. Correct. Kenny Shams. 99? Billy Gunn. Billy yep. Billy. Yep. The ass man himself, which he then became extremely popular once he started debuting on this show. Um, who won it in 2000? Is that Edge or a one Edge? That was... You're super close, but it was not Edge in this year. Guy with the tights. That was Brock Lesnar. Was not Brock Lesnar. It's Angle. It's Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Angle. That is correct. And can you uh, can you tell me who he beat, um, Anton? Fuck no, not off head. I can't, but I can tell you that it's Angle because I Don't. remember his whole run. And then the following year is the fucking uh, Edge shit, and the following year after that is Brock Lesnar. Correct. I remember that one because Lesnar is when Austin didn't walked he out. face Rhino in, in one match. <laughs> I don't know who he faced, but and you wouldn't test, uh, like Rhino Edge and Christian. You would not be want to be. You would not want to be caught downwind of this man. Is the one Kurt Angle beat because why? Rikishi. Rikishi's got a big ass. That's right. He beat Rikishi in the finals of the tournament. You are correct as well. Edge won it in two thousand one. Brock won it in two thousand two, uh, and then it took a little sabbatical for a while. Um, they gone. Who who won it in 2006? And who did he there beat? You go. The guy with the Bla- tights. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Very, very good. Yeah, who won it go. in two? Then it left again for two more years. And then it finally came back in 2008. Who won there? Lord Steven Regal. Who Wait, did Barry. he beat? William. William Regal. Look in my eyes and you will see. Who is that? Oh, CM Punk. Punk. CM Punk. Punk. He, yep, Regal beat Punk oh. in the finals in 2008. It took yet another two-year hiatus, but it came back in 2010. And who won it that year? Wade Barrett. Not yet. I don't, I don't fucking know. Later for him. He's an international wrestler. Sheamus. Sheamus. Very good. And who did he beat but to win the championship? Or the King of the Ring. Crown. Whatever you want to call it. I have no idea. This, this wrestler is named after a famous uh, rock star, rock singer. John Morrison, Jim Morrison, Her, John Morrison. Correct, Jim, John Morrison, that's right. Johnny Nitro, it, yeah. The, the, <laughs> did you say Monday Nitro? No, I said Johnny Nitro, Johnny oh, Impact, said, Johnny yes, Mundo. Johnny Mundo. Fuck, Johnny Fuckstick, I don't know. Yeah, Johnny Fuckstick. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the most recent one. Uh, and yeah. then it took a, a five-year hiatus. So it went from 2000, and then it was not brought back till 2015. And who won it then? I believe the Wade Barrett. Said this. Wade Barrett, and he beat who? The Bastard. Pac? Pac? Yes. It's Neville. Neville. Oh, yeah, Neville. Yeah. <laughs> and then who won it in 2019 most recently? Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. And who did he beat? It doesn't matter. Oh, uh, Jack Gable. 
Very good, Chad Cable. So. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, they're not you guys, you guys are actually, at all. Fair you guys are actually pretty good on this. Cable. I give you guys credit. That was a good match. That was who, a good match, actually. Who was was a worse king, Corbin or Mabel? Mabel. Corbin. Mabel. Corbin. No, fuck off, all of you. It was Corbin. Corbin was Corbin. stupid. He's he's Mabel's the fucking man. Well, he Mabel, was. Rest in peace. Why is Mabel not a Hall of Famer? Why is Mabel not a Hall of Famer? Well, he was he was going to be the third man in uh in the NWO according to Meltzer. So, <laughs> so you know that's got to be true. Well, Meltzer said it, so fuck him. Hey, you might not like Meltzer, but I'm a big Brian Alvarez guy. Sambay, uh, listen to rest, Wrestling Observer Radio each and every day. No, no, this is the only podcast I listen to. Well, I feel sorry for you. I have 48 um, on subscription right now, so there you go. You're 48? 48 subscriptions uh, for podcasts right now. Are you serious? Jesus. I'm serious. Wow. You, you really show the love. Share the love? You know, I don't know. I just subscribe. It's, it's free, so fuck it. Oh, okay. You don't pay anything for it. All right. That's fair. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and let's talk about our last one because I think this one's going to be really, really interesting. AEW Arthur Ashe Stadium Week. This is going to be a big one. Um, so many different matches that are going to be happening. Are you guys looking forward to this Arthur Ashe thing? Uh, it was mentioned today by the one and only Dave Meltzer that <laughs> they have released uh, or they've reconfigured seating. So now it's going to be about 20,000 that are going to be able to fit into the Arthur Ashe Stadium. This is going to be a large crowd. Whether you're an AEW person or not, selling 20,000 tickets is a big deal. And J-Rod numero uno, numero uno, is oh going to be at the event. That's exciting. Good for him. Good for you, J-Rod. I'm happy. Please uh, tweet as you are there. Uh, do some uh, live videos so or something. Mikey Let Starks? us know. Well, is is what... Mikey Starks going too? Yes. Yep, looks yes, like he, a... he said he's going to. Uh, Mikey, tweet, take some pictures. Oh, God, we're going to hear all about it all fucking week now. Because it's going to be a freaking amazing show. No, because Mikey Starks will talk about it all week, I know. Well, he's excited. I'd be excited yeah. too. I, I think it's going to be it. it's going to be Tits okay. McGee. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did you see the, the stat out uh, they had for AEW in New York and uh, WWE in New York where AEW was outselling tickets? Yes. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. Right now, just as far as ticket sales are concerned, because WWE, their hub is the, the Northeast, and New York is really their backyard. So is New Jersey, uh, Rhode Island, all, the whole Northeast, Connecticut, the New England states. But AEW coming up there, a lot of people did not think that they were going to be able to do very well. They have done very well in Boston, and now obviously in Arthur Ashe, I think um, they are outselling them. I want to say the statistic or the stat is two to one right now, which is phenomenal for a company that's only been around for three years. Cool. I mean, it is great. Right. Oh my how God. Much, you, you, hold on. Hold, let, hold on. Let's go to Anton. You could not have given more of a lackluster response than that. Oh, it's all right. No, I, I said mean, it's great, cool. And I mean that. I literally mean that because, like, I'm a lifelong WWE fan who, at this point, I don't like shitting on them, I, but I will. I'm happy to have another wrestling promotion and alternative that is actually fucking doing good. Like, you know, because even Impact at its fucking height was never beating WWE. Oh, absolutely metric. not. 
absolutely not. metric. This is a company that's been around less than three years. Yes. And it's like, God damn, dude. All yeah. right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Now, how much of the AEW being a big draw in New York right now is because they're a new kid on the block versus probably a lot. Give it a couple goals and see what comes of it. It's the first time, right? So that's why. And yeah, it's a nice phone you got there, Freeland. Cool. Yeah, great track phone. Thanks for showing the phone. That's awesome. You you all seriously can look. There's a blueprint on there. That's what. That's great. Cool. I love looking at it. That's great. What's Butt's deal? He's usually on my side. He's just literally just. He's had enough. Did did you see? Did you see the uh, the fan fest where they were no. they were they were saying for the for an Adam Cole at SummerSlam a virtual with him was like two hundred bucks and AEW's I think they the fan fest with him is like fifty or sixty bucks and it's live not virtual you know Ruby Soho is is going to be there for like fifty bucks. And it, it's it's so much more family uh, family friendly and, and easier to access than WWE's trying to make it. Fifty did bucks anyone... is still too much, though. But no, hold on. On the note of that, did anyone hear about the fucking merch package WWE and Cena were doing, including an NFT that was a thousand bucks? That he only like I think they did five hundred of them of these merch packages. He sold yeah. thirty eight of them. Thirty eight. And he's like, how much? Thousand fucking dollars. Yes, no shit, and but like I saw what was included in this package for a thousand dollars, and I was like, dude, not worth it. It's a great merch design, a great shirt. It's the Mario inspired shirt that he was wearing at SummerSlam, but he was like, yeah, we fucked up. We thought a thousand dollar price point was great. No one's going to pay a thousand dollars for fucking shit, dude, unless it includes a blowjob. You'd be surprised. I mean, even even a beach, that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. That's my rent for two months, dude. Yeah, I don't think I'd pay anybody. It better be a pretty good blowjob. Fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. God, better have all your teeth. Jeez. Um, or not. Or not. I don't care. We're going to throw it to the butt right here. Let's see how he's feeling right now. <laughs> Matt feels, I love the way Get a he, migraine. Just, he starts to rub his forehead, his temples, like, I can't believe this. I could be making something out of wood for someone else So that I, that I won't be getting dog. paid for. Hocus Pocus or Red Zone? Hold on. Mitchy Blaze says it's a little blue. It's a little blue right now. Are you blue right now? A little blue. No. I'm not sick, sad, tired, or bored. What are you? What are you? You were rubbing your temples like you were like either sad or I think he's in kill mode. He's in kill mode. Brain fucking aneurysm. Listening to you guys. I would be in the yellow zone. Probably a little frustrated. Hold on, hold on. We almost killed. We almost killed Anton choking. If we gave butt an aneurysm, do you realize that no other podcast in history will have killed two of its panel members in one episode live on Twitch? I mean, I'm not trying to say this should have happened. But I'm saying, wow, that would have gotten a national press right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that my death would bring you. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Finally. Like we're not going to get. I'll probably email you back. We're not going. Yeah, finally, maybe. Wow. All I'm going to say is, can you will me that shirt? Nope. Yeah, bastard. So if it's this happened, to the goodwill. You saw. <laughs> you you could will it to me. I could take care of it for you. Don't worry. It's probably a little bit big for you, but I'll give it to you before I give it to Freeland. 
He hates so, Canadians and doesn't know where Lake Ontario is. First of all, I never said yeah. I don't like Canadians. I never uh, said I don't like Canadians. That okay, was you, you just oh. hate these two Canadians. No, no, no. He always says, "Oh, the the nice guy from the north," and it's it's Mister Butt. And then for me, he's like, uh, "There's a fucking guy. He needs to fold boxes." Uh, well, let's bring him in anyways. So, well, well first go. of all, first of all, I'm not that wrong. You could kind of fold some of those damn. I things. don't give a fuck to fold them. How, it's a garage. Put... It's not on display I'm for everybody. You, there's there's a lot of boxes in there. I mean, look at that. That is a that is a ton of boxes. I will do them up to the fucking ceiling if I have to, just to what, piss you off. I don't what, care. What are they? Can we get a queen? They are boxes, Freeland. They're boxes. We've established this. All right. So be They're it. boxes. <laughs> were, they, were they boxes from products that you bought, or did you just grab? Grab one of the boxes. Is that Pampers in the back? Uh, yeah. Is, I could give you some to pamper you, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. That'd be fine. This would be depends. But, yeah, you, you need, but you need to shut up right now. That's not. We have. Uh, I like here. here. We have here a Kellogg's Fun Pack. Yeah, fun so that's pack. pretty good. Oh, got what's some, written uh, on that? Did you write something on that? There's a little little. Liam's bathroom stuff. It says on it. Very nice. There you oh, go. Oh, I just somebody, fucking threw it. Somebody, you <laughs> God, pick up another one, you bastard. Pick up another. Oh box. fuck me. Um. Okay. Well, I'd rather not. Let's, well. So, uh, if I die on air, you should fucking try to get three people as sponsors, though. The alcohol I'm drinking, Domino's Pizza, and Paul Mall cigarettes. Be like, look, you guys killed one of our fucking panel members. The least you can do is fucking sponsor us. We're going to have a big We're gonna have a big party on your property. Oh, what is this? There Rice Krispie treats? Rice Krispies. Brown oh rice, God. gluten-free. Oh, fuck yeah. Thrown. Yeah. There you go. Thrown against the fucking wall. Sounds Just Canadian to me. Gluten-free. <laughs> yeah. All, yeah. Us all health conscious, not all eating fucking TV dinners every night like you guys. Wow, unbutable. But he'll say the same thing. But do you think all Americans just eat TV dinners all night? <laughs> yeah. How about you go build something? Get out of here. <laughs> Holy fuck. Good oh, God shit. Almighty. Um, I do want to mention one other topic here really quick before I let you jack off go. Um there's been a big major announcement that uh, AEW and Owen Hart has officially teamed up together, which is awesome, the Owen Hart Foundation. And I believe it was, I don't remember who said this, um, but it was originally pitched that there should be a invitational tournament. And someone had mentioned, well, why is there not a Brody Lee invitational tournament? And Tony Khan had responded to that by saying, we already have something in the works. Now, this was a while ago. So yeah. it sounds like... The Hart family and Tony Khan had been trying to work on this and get this through. Now it is. And from what I'm understanding, uh, because they're teaming up with the Owen Hart Foundation, uh, his wife Martha is all for this. She's excited that Owen's going to get treated properly in wrestling, but also that they can, uh, Jazzwares actually now is going to be able to create an AEW Owen Hart figure, which I think is just holy crap, that's amazing. And Freeland, you're not going to get one because you had to pay for it. Why? Why? I'm I'm sharing a really good moment. I'm just sharing a moment. You know the new one. Hush. So anyway, what's everyone's thoughts on that? I'm going to throw it to the ass man first. What's your take on this? It's it's a Canadian topic. There you go. Served up on a plate for you. It's interesting. Um, I'm glad to see it. There's no significant value to Owen and AEW on that part of it, but it's good to see him get a little recognition. It's definitely well past due. 
mean, he's he was fantastic. He unfortunately ended tragically. Right. WWE never quite gave him the love he deserved before and, or after. And that well, happened in the that. in the the Kemper Arena, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, yep. in yes. St. Louis, Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas City. City. Yep. Kansas City. Yeah, same difference. So, do you think? Wow. They don't know where Lake Ontario is either. Uh, shut up. I'm We're past that. I've been to Lake both, Ontario. though. Look, what year was that in? I have a bad joke for you later. What year was that in? 99. 99. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all of you. Hey, I didn't do it. God damn it. You're yeah, probably you thinking it. You were the one I that sort of snorting and laughing first. The moment, yeah. they, the moment I said 99, I was like, God damn it. Like, it's a fucking tired joke and it needs to be retired. It does, but I know no, it doesn't. No, yes, it does. In fact, it doesn't. Fuck off. It's like you and your boxes. <laughs> They'll be there forever. Um, yeah. Let me go ahead and throw it to the Ritster. Let me ask you this, Rit. We've seen Bret Hart before <coughs> already in AEW. He was the one who first debuted the belt. Do you feel like this could be potentially another opportunity for Bret to make an appearance maybe in the tournament finals um, to maybe speak upon his brother uh, when this tournament's going on? Do, do you think there's a chance we could see Bret? Uh, uh, definitely. You know, th- there's always a chance you're going to see Brett when you're dealing with his, uh, his brother. <clears throat> it's just how many other tag-alongs are you, are going to try to get a piece of the of the pie? You know, because as we know, the Hart family, I hate to say it, does have some leeches. Uh, Bruce being one of them. And I think anything more than Brett would be a disgrace. Do you think Martha could? She obviously is the one who signed off on this deal. Do you think we could see oh. Martha and Brett together? Oh, definitely. No. no. The, the, they hate the, each other. <laughs> uh, I think. I think that there's a chance. I there's, think there's a. I think there's a chance because I think what would happen was they would put it aside for what's best for the legacy of Owen. Yeah. And even if it's a one-off, I think it could happen. It, it's kind of a shame that this officially puts the the end all that you never see Owen in the WWE hall of fame where he rightfully deserves, but at least he's getting recognition on his career where this younger generation can look back on, Oh, well, who's Owen. And then look back at all the great matches and the great, you know, stuff that he has done in his career to put over, you know, everybody and get the younger generation to know who he was. Well said. Anton, what's your take on this? I mean, do you think a couple things? Do you think Brett will show up at some point in time? Do you think we'll see Martha showing up? And do you think this definitely is the the final straw that says, okay, now WWE is never going to put him in? So, for first and foremost, yeah, Hall of Fame done. It was done anyways because he had Vince WWE had to get the family approval to make this happen, and that was never going to happen. But Liam's right. They do hate each other. If they can put it aside to do business, awesome. Do I think it's going to happen? Nah, nah. But to see Owen Hart in a video game for the first time since WWF Attitude for the 64 and PlayStation 1, that's awesome. The fact that they're going to have an Owen Hart Cup, the Owen, as they are going to refer to it according to the statement AEW and Chris Jericho shared and released. I'm all for it, if we're being real honest. The only thing that I think should be done also is that uh, considering the man was a part of their company, Brody Lee should have some form of something. 
not just the fact that, you know, he held the TNT title and then he was holding it roughly around the time that he, you know, became deceased. And so they retired that version of the belt and gave it to his son, which is beautiful. But I think doing something along those lines to honor that man who actually worked for your company would be a little more heartwarming, a little better. But I do love the fact that Owen is going to continue to be, you know, honored and memorialized. It sucks that it's for a company that he never worked for, but it's cool that his legacy is actually going to get to live on. And hopefully he did inspire a bunch of these people and that they're not just using it as a publicity stunt. I agree. Well said. Let's go ahead and throw it to the butt. Cool. God damn it, Christopher Butt. Where did he already talk about it? Chris- I don't give a shit if he already talked about it. I'm throwing it back to him. Did he just decide well, to take a piss break? Throw it to the other Canadian. All right. We're going to throw it to Liam. <laughs> Liam, what's your take here? Since, since Butt is either – I don't know what he's doing. Continue. Uh, okay. So uh, I'm, I'm a big Owen Hart fan. All of us were. Uh, it's, it's hard not to think about the guy without getting emotional about it, obviously. Um, but the thing that kind of gets me and, – and I'm – like on the surface, I'm totally up for this, right? Because it's – it's a great thing they're doing. Uh, obviously, we know Martha Hart had no desire to do anything with WWE, and that's completely her decision, and we should honor that because we don't know the hell she went through. True. Nobody will. Uh, on the other side, though, Owen Hart's only affiliation with AEW is a very, very loose one of Bret Hart being there one time to present the AEW world title. That's it. So, to think that he could be in video games associated with AEW and stuff like that, it's really kind of fucking bizarre, considering he has no lineage to that company at all, nor would he, like, because it makes no sense. But um, I think, though, if there is some possibilities for the tournament, the Owen Hart Cup, that they, they could incorporate certain people from different areas of the world that he, he did wrestling. So let's say new Japan, you could bring some wrestlers in from there. They don't have to make it the whole way. They could, you know, make it to one or two rounds. Uh, some people from Canada, West, uh, Western Canada, obviously stampede territory, um, Europe, you know, I think he wrestled in Germany a bit. So yes, he did. Yeah. So that's the point you could, you could incorporate that aspect and that would make a lot of sense. Um, J rod, in the chat was saying how you could even have uh, Jushin Liger maybe present something. He's not going to wrestle, obviously, because he's retired, but he could present something, you know, because he did wrestle Owen in New Japan. Um, I, I'm just I'm just having a, tr- a little bit of a hard time getting over the fact that it's AEW presenting it, and I, I guess that'll fade over time, but, you know, like, he wasn't there, so it's just going to be so bizarre, even for, like, figures or video games or anything it's just gonna seem like come on guys like he wasn't even there so it's like it if they could limit that to a certain degree i'd be okay with it but you know it's a little weird but and then the the only other thing i have to say is that there are a lot of people online i already saw like oh fuck wwe they couldn't fucking do it fuck them they didn't have the fucking chance guys they never would have no it's very plain as day it's easy to see we all know they never would have had a chance as long as Martha Hart is alive or and her kids, basically, because they had the same viewpoint. So 
if anybody thinks that WWE could have done this at some point, they never would have been able to. So th that whole, uh, oh, let's stick it to WWE, it's not necessary, guys. That's all I'm saying. I agree. You, you win. Like, that's you're wholeheartedly fucking right on that. All of that. Thank you. So we will. Uh, we will see. We will see how this whole relationship unfolds. And, and I, I so, think at the. I think at the end of the day, though, here's what I think everyone is trying to do. They're trying to pay respects to a man who had a great impact on wrestling, um, who is probably one of the top international wrestling stars of all time, and the fact that another wrestling company has the opportunity to do that for him is something that they would like to do. I don't think it's a, I don't think from a Tony Khan perspective, it would be a, let's do something WWE couldn't do. No. Or I, I think it's, let's just pay respect to a guy who did a lot of great things, was a great person, was a great father and uh, let's do it. And if we That's can, raise matters. A, let's raise yeah. awareness of who Owen was as a person, maybe right. draw some attention to what he contributed, maybe turn, this generation of wrestling fans to his work and um, appreciate what he brought to the table. That's all there is to it. Well, the, so uh, Owen dark side of the ring, listening to his family's perspective on the entire situation. His son's not a wrestler. His daughter's not a wrestler, which I believe that's probably most likely because of their mother. And I get it like not going to knock it. I understand, especially when you lose your husband she, you know, wrestling was a fucking death in their house. You know, it, there was no wrestling in their house. They were never allowed to watch wrestling after he died. I promise. You know, it's, it's fact. So, um, the fact that they're letting a company use his likeness and name is awesome. So, his legacy lives. The, you know, we knew it was never going to be WWE. They blamed him for, you know, they blamed WWE pronouns, pal. They blamed him for Owen's death. So, it was never going to happen. It, not then, not now, not ever. <laughs> then, now, and forever. <sighs> so, oh, it, um, it is what it is in so many ways. I'm glad that his legacy gets to live on. But it's, you know, I feel bad for them. I do. It's a clusterfuck. I get why it was never going to be WWE. I also understand why Liam's like, it's the weirdest shit ever. Because it is. Yep. If they do the shit with the cup, taking people from every territory he ever worked in, roughly... That's awesome. That's the best way to do it. Give other people a spotlight and put them on kind of the way that he did, you know, and was put on it. That's the only way to actually do this and it be okay. It makes sense, etc. Other than that, it's a publicity stunt. There is no other way to word it, look at it, view it. You know, I'm all about black and, you know, not black and white, but gray, seeing everything in a gray perspective, just going, huh, here's both sides and here's why it all works versus picking a side. There is not that on this <laughs> at all. And uh, Liam, uh, yeah, I know you know a shit ton about Kansas City, my friend. The moment that uh, Kansas City was said earlier, <laughs> I was like, so many fucking jokes I can make. Not, nah, yeah. but I know so about, many jokes. You, I know. You know what I think would be really cool? And I don't know if they have access to this or who owns his his video library, but if they put an Owen Hart match on TV. So um, I think that would be kind of cool. Not WWE, I'm sure. Specifically the Stampede stuff. I'm sure right. that the family owns the Stampede stuff because that's not on the network. It's not on Peacock. WWE doesn't have the rights to that. If they do that, it'll work. But the shit that Owen's actually known for, like in my case, when I think of Owen Hart, I think of the Blue Blazer and I think of the run with Jeff Jarrett and Deborah because that's, that's where I know Owen Hart mm. from. 
That's, you know, and the, you know, Nugget, the Nugget era and the Lion's Den and the fucking match in the dungeon. You know, that's that's what I think of when I think of Owen Hart. But I'm younger than all of y'all. That's why I think of it this way. That's what I saw. That's what I remember. That's your impression of his career. Yes. But mine's different. It's a beautiful impression, though, for what it is. Granted, it's not the same as the two Canadians, but go ahead. Yeah, no, my mine's mine's different. Mine's basically like when I really started getting back into it, it was when uh Owen was doing his run with the Bulldog. They had a great tag team. Mm-hmm. Uh his his match for the European Championship against Bulldog in Germany, fucking phenomenal. That that's a wrestling clinic right there. If anybody hasn't seen it, they need to. And his work with the uh Heart Foundation, the new Heart Foundation was fucking excellent. Just great stuff and Man, like he was just the top of his game in uh, 97, 98. Even when he came back to the Blackheart, you know, great stuff. And I love uh, that era. I yeah, love that era. and I, I'm just not as familiar with the attitude stuff because I didn't watch it then. But you know, like, man, he had some excellent stuff, and he made he made you believe. He was he was, and he was also funny as hell too. So that there's that as well. So. When you watch back some of these clips of Owen Hart, I I thought it was interesting when. I was watching, was it the Royal Rumble, when they were starting to build up how he and Brett were having issues, and then they yep. came back together. If you rewatch those promos, he's still getting digs on Brett, but smiling, yep. grinning, and then I kicked your leg out of your leg, and that whole thing <laughs> yeah, wound up. And I'm so happy they did WrestleMania for him and put him over, which was yep. a phenomenal match between the two of them. Um yep. So good. So I'm very, very happy for for the Hart family. I'm happy for Brett. I'm happy for Owen. And I hope that they continue to pay homage to him and do not try to take any credit for him being AEW All Elite, but just saying this is who he is. Um, we are all here largely due to people like Owen. So yep. absolutely. His attention to little detail, too, like when he came back after the screw job to fuck with Shawn Michaels and they had a no blood policy. So he gigged his fucking fingertips to fucking make it look like as he was beating the shit out of Shawn and punching at his face that Shawn was bleeding, even though the camera didn't pick it up properly. That man had scars on his fingers for the next month and couldn't do shit properly because he gigged his goddamn fingers just for the dedication of the story. That, my friends, is amazing. Yeah. And and that's why he'll always be known as not only a great wrestler, but a great funny family man and somebody who made wrestling enjoyable. So and a lot of guys won't get the chance to know who he was or be in a locker room with him or travel with him because his, his career was cut too short. He would have been a great uh agent or oh, backstage yeah. guy. I mean, my God, the things that he could bestow upon people would have been awesome. Um yeah. With that being said, we could go into great, great, great detail and talk about this for many, many hours. Unfortunately, our time, my friends, is up. We are just we're pressed up on the top of the hour, which is 11 o'clock. Let's go ahead and round the horn really quickly. Everybody make their plugs. We'll start off with Liam. Uh, what's, your, what's going on with you? Where can people get a hold of you on social media? What are things that you are posting on your YouTube channel? Give everybody the details. Okay, uh, Savage Liam 1978 on Twitter. Uh, like I said before, looking to break that actual 100 barrier with real people, not with porn bots. That would be great. Uh, Savage Liam 1978 on Instagram. Uh, I'm on Facebook too, but unless you know me, you know, don't even bother. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, it's true. Unless um, you know me, don't even unless bother. You, unless you know me, you can fuck right off. And ECW fan one two three, I believe on YouTube. Um, uploading stuff starting tomorrow. I know I said last week I was going to be uploading that stuff. It didn't happen, but I uh, got a lot of cool stuff I'm uh, putting up there, and you guys will just have to tune in and see and subscribe to the channel because I'm almost at 300 subscribers now. So, Excellent. That is wonderful. Yep. Good for you, my friend. Oh, the sort yeah. of the ass man, the man who's all about the wood. Uh, tell us all that's going on with you, how people can get a hold of you, and why in the fuck did you leave? What was your deal? I threw it to you on the camera. I had the camera set up, and I heard a toilet flush. Were you pinching uh, a loaf? I had to pee. You had to pee. Fantastic. Sorry. Because of that, send me that shirt. Uh, no, tell everybody no. Tell everybody the details of how they can find you. Uh, Gotnoof2291 on Twitter. Uh, same as Liam. I'm on Facebook. Don't bother me. Are you yeah. also on? Are you also on OnlyFans? That's been floating around the uh, the Twitter world. Are you on OnlyFans? For nine ninety five, you can find out. God, I would love Ooh, that. That would be fantastic. Kinky. I'd love to know what other parts of your body are that furry. Um, oh, fuck you, you do know Renegade gets fifty percent of that, right? Renegade does get fifty percent. You're right he because does. you are starring in all of his new movies, right? I am. Yes, twenty percent because he's a manager. No, we're on oh, a sabbatical yeah. right now because. We're having trouble getting across the border, or I yes. am anyhow. So we're going to, have to take a little bit of a break, unless I can figure out a way to, you know, smuggle myself across the border. You're letting that bad boy calm down for a while, aren't you? Yeah, well, kind of got to. You don't need to smuggle yourself. You just need to smuggle part of you across the border. He's he's got throbbing Robin down there right now. I mean, my God, he's going to need a break from that for a while. How many hey, different as long as you... as long as Field of Reams comes out in the next year, I'm happy. <laughs> I'll get on that. <laughs> Thank you. I bet you I will get on that. that. Yes, I will. Oh, oh my yes. god! Uh, I know. I know. Uh, Renegade said that he's doing the script right now for Anal in the Outfield. Oh, Ooh. that's gonna be really good. I did not hear about that, but that sounds deep. deep. They will come. Yeah. <clears throat> no spit. No lube. Just a sandpaper finish. Wow. Holy fuck. You, are, you, my friend. God. You are damn hard, it. You are hardcore. That's my all I can say. That hurts. That's what she said. Oh, you're hardcore. <laughs> you're hardcore. God damn it, Mr. Pod. You motherfucker. Forever. Forever. And ever. Oh, God. Fucking my ass. <laughs> Let's throw it on. Oh my God. We're going to get him again. It's going to be asphyxiation this time. Oh my God. If he can combine himself forever. Yes. Not even Mike Freeland. God damn it. This panel. Yeah. Everybody's just a big shit show at this point. Where can people follow you? What are you working on? All that kind of good stuff. I have like five or six different mixes I'm working on. Most of them for one guy, but a couple more for a couple other people who have paid me. And one's prepaid, one's not. But several projects, reworking the website, uh, Anton Heidnick on Twitter, I feel rotten on Instagram, both of those at Gmail. I have Facebook, but you won't find it because my real name and my stage names are not linked together. I so, know it. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. Leo, knows, Leo knows, Rit knows. There's a handful yeah. of fucking people who know. You didn't tell me. Thanks a lot. Know. I feel really privileged. Hey. I mean, you're, you two are welcome to add me. I like you two. 
But right. as a general rule of thumb, I don't use Facebook, even my own family. I had a buddy message my mom, who I've known since I was 15 last year, and go, all right, your son hasn't posted on Facebook in two years. Is he dead? Is your son okay? Wow. A friend it's of not- mine messaged my mother to make sure I was alive. Hold on. It's not, did he delete his account? Has he moved? What's gone on? You know, can I get, is he dead? That's exactly where they go. Yes. He literally went, okay, I haven't seen your kid or heard from your kid in two years. I'm 10 years older than him. We're friends. I've known him since he was 15. Where the fuck is your kid? He has no Facebook activity. Is he okay? And so I had to send this friend of mine a message and go, I'm fine. Here's my phone number. I don't really use Facebook. You can use Messenger to get a hold of me. But don't think I'm dead. Don't jump to that conclusion. Don't think I'm dead. Don't fucking message my mother going, is your kid dead? That's fucked up. Who was a girl who got lost in Aruba? What was her name? It was a big story. Uh, God damn it. Uh, It's... I know what exactly who you're talking about, but I can't. And think it's of sad her. because every time I think of that, I can't remember who. It, it, Hall, Holloway, Holloway, Holiday. Yes. Anne Holloway. No, or, no, no. That's, that's Anne a, Hathaway. That's an She's yeah, a Disney that's an actress. Actor, my bad. Hold on. Who was the woman who was at Aruba? Hold on. Aruba. Uh, Natalie Holiday. Thank you, boob. Yeah, there we go. Yes. So I'm not gonna that? lie. The whole time you were saying that originally, I was you don't, like, no you, don't know who, you don't know who Natalie Holiday is? Great. I, you oh. guys don't know who somebody who passed away was but I don't know a lake and somehow I'm the bad guy. All right. You know what? Yeah. That's we don't know cool. everybody in the yes, whole world. We don't died, know everybody. No. All right. However, you know what? Canada, our educational system doesn't suck. So we hey. learn things that does not revolve around the States. Yeah. Fuck stick. It's called world geography. Yeah. That's the whole world. Yeah. Can I make, can I make a fucked up comment? Not to be. Political? No. It wouldn't be comment? the first time. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say you're actually asking. <laughs> you're actually asking permission for this. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm trying to be nice. What about Come the on. shit your history textbook leaves out? I know what ours leaves out, or at least used to when I was in school. I know y'all's leaves out just as much. There, every. Hey, listen. Not. No, we've already been over that. Geography. I know. I, like I said, I'm being an asshole. Like, I don't know. Ask for permission to be an asshole. See, once again, another prime example. Of the American educational system. Oh my God! That's <laughs> it. We're done. We're done. Yeah. Things up history. Uh huh. We're done. They're two different things. Good they God. One, They're along the same lines. They both fall into social studies, sir. Let's go ahead and let's let's ask the, the Ritzter. Ritz, what's uh, what's going on with you? You want to give any plugs? Anything like that? <laughs> Good God Almighty! Hey, just you want a T-shirt? Of that great looking shirt behind me. That is a great looking shirt. It is amazing. If you look in our upper right hand corner, you see that really cool graphic we got as well. I would love one. Yeah, let's throw it right here. Look at that. That's a shirt right there. Man, I'd love to wear a shirt like that. Oh, can't wait. Nice. Nice. It'll be there six to 12 months. That's the shipping time. Not for butt. No. Not for wrestling tees. And this is not for wrestling tees, damn it. If you order t-shirts from FRM Podcast and The Rit, you will get them within a month versus six months. A week. It was a yep. week. It was a week for butt. So, and that involves international shipping. International shipping. International. Our, technically. Uh, our friends from the north. On the same continent, International. I mean, it's still, it hey, it's, it's, it's up, international. It You're another country. You are another country. So are you. Yes, indeed, yes, we, we are. are. Rit, was there anything yeah. else? Rit, was there anything else you wanted to say? Thank God we're not on like any type of educational show. Oh, people would be having teeing off on us. Rit, anything else you want to say? No. No, just come check us out next week when we got uh, Alex Cologne on. 
Yes, Alex Cologne is going to be on next week. It's going to be an awesome one. Once again, Mia Friday, uh, she unfortunately had to cancel scheduling conflict at the last minute. We will be bringing her back. Her and I were on the phone today. We are going to be rescheduling that. She is a huge up-and-coming star here in the wrestling world. She's got some stories of the different promotions she's worked with. Can't wait to go down the road and talk all things wrestling with her. And I'll be announcing who we'll have for Front Row Materials guest in the coming days. All right. What's that? who you have booked. Oh, why do you why do you do that to me? My no, phone I, di- my, Don't worry. Curious. It probably won't show up anyway. The, <laughs> the only reason Mia couldn't show up was because, because there was it's scheduling Tuesday? conflict. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually hope that she does show up next week. I'll be making the announcement on Twitter so everyone will know and be able to get ready. For the writ, for Reed Rothschild, for Anton Heidnick, for the butt, I am the newly crowned master's graduate. I am Gary Freeland. I will see you next week (laughs) on Front Row Material. Good night, everybody. Is your name really Gary? Stop.